What up, everybody? This is Darius J. And I'm Stevie Neal. And this is your girl, Bella G. With special guests. Armani Murray. Hey! Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Armani Murray. Armani Murray, that's how I, I can't say smooth. my name it's like that. Like you're gonna shoot a boy in there and kill somebody. Out wow! There. Wait, what? <laughs> you just have you just have me jump off the A cliff like yeah, okay. you guys. Hey, hey, Armani, one, hey, one, hey, one, hey, one, hey. We just killed your uh, ear. That's right, Quay. <laughs> You're deaf um, now. Yeah, <laughs> this is conversation. Yeah, because And we're about to talk about uh, it. <laughs> but this is conversation. This is conversation, guys. You know what I'm saying? What up? We are back from Destin we in one piece. In one piece. Well, actually, I'm actually, just a top half talking right now. You touch Destin. It just kind of gently blazed over some um, wind that way. Oh, Pretty much. Some rain drops, but it was nice and clear. Um, Yes. There were people at work that were like, I, I wasn't going to make it. Like, yeah, I wouldn't even get in the city. It yeah. was like, you were mistaken. Yeah, people at my mm-hmm. job was like, yo, what are you guys thinking about going to Destin? You know it's going to not be there. There's devastation there. And we showed up and I knew. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, man. Look great on the pictures. Hung out. Oh, thank you. Thank hung you. out with my friends, you know. Yeah, man. Had fun. People's jealous tears were delicious. Yeah, oh, dang. <laughs> Man, that's <laughs> wow. I just feel like that's what it was. It's like, oh, you're going to Destin? <laughs> You'll never make it. <laughs> oh, I want to go. But we here, you know what I mean? We are conversate, we are show a variety. That's we bad. come here to deliver our takes on topics. And our ideas towards things that are going on in society today. We are about everybody from white collar to no collar. Because we believe that regular people make the world go round. Uh-huh. You can catch us on some of our various... Various? Various. I was... I said various. I was just saying what rhymes with that. Yeah. You killed my whole flow. I'm sorry. Yeah. You didn't know. Huh? Keep up here. My various. Good job, Mello. I actually, she really just murdered my flow. <laughs> All right, well, we are on various platforms. We are on Anchor.fm, of course, for the podcast. We are also on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just to name a few. Yes. And, of course, our main broadcast platform is YouTube Live now. YouTube Live. Yay. Yay. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, Everybody all across the world, come check us out. You know Uh what I mean? I miss you people from the Netherlands and stuff. Come back and see us. Come back. I know we seem loud in America. Oh, I probably was Keegan doing it because you know he international. I was going to say, Keegan had people coming out. (laughs) Keegan's got sauce, man, (laughs) that we have lost now. It was like... TNT, Trinidad, yeah, just like you're not Keegan, and just slaps the laptop. You know, Jesus. that's crazy. Right. Yeah, destroy Jesus is Lord. Sorry, uh-huh. sorry. You know, slap my imaginary laptop too hard. <laughs> so you know how y'all living, um, Melody? Since you uh, the only lady in the house again today, um, ladies first. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, you guys, it's been a great week. See, you got the hair retwisted. I did. You like it? Yeah, it looks good. Thank you. I appreciate like that. It. I do. I just okay. Like yeah. Oh, I wasn't looking for validation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wasn't trying to give it to you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you like it. <laughs> But no, this has been a really good, like, encouraging past two weeks because mm. I haven't seen you guys. Missed you first so of all. So it encouraging because you ain't seen us? No. Uh, <laughs> that's what she's saying. <laughs> I mean, I was saying. Freedom. Freedom. I was saying that I wasn't able to tell you how I was living last week because you guys weren't here. Oh, okay. okay. That's what you should have said. <laughs> I, was getting, I was getting to that. I was getting to that. But anywho, it's the process. So, um, so everything is pretty much together for our screening that's happening. It will be premiering yeah. November third at seven thirty p.m. on Facebook. Um, yeah. But then we have a private event. But um, showing up to an all go suit. It's a RSVP event, so I'm not getting oh, out those. I'm details. still picking my mouth. <laughs> You know that's what I've been doing the whole time and picking out my outfit. Like the literally the entire time. Oh, okay. Like literally, Steve is my. This is gonna be interesting. I'm telling you because he be so dapper all the time. Like he come to children's church and he like, hey, what's going on? On vacation. I don't feel like changing my outfit. Somebody had to do it. Steve. Don't apologize for it. I'm doing brunt I be like, cut off um shorts and uh cut offs. Whole time I had kids. Got some, like, got some jorts. Exactly. I had some. I um, can't. I call them woodsman shorts. They just <laughs> chopped off and frayed at the ends. Oh goodness. <laughs> Anyways, wow. so but yeah, so we were planning the event and like God is amazing. He is so he amazing is. because we didn't know how this stuff was gonna come together mm. and how it was gonna get paid for. Mm. So we reached right. out to our mm. network of people and mm. asked them to sponsor for our event. And one sponsor sponsored everything. Wow! That we oh, sponsor to get everything that we needed. We need sponsors. <laughs> we working on it. We working on it. Oh, yeah. Private conversations, oh, yeah. private conversations. Yeah. Private, yes. So, <laughs> my house keeps going here. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was just super encouraging because, like, it was just so unexpected. Um, like, everything that is coming together for this event, nothing has come out of my pockets for it. Wow. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, our That's market amazing. for our marketing, like, our marketing dollars, you know, to get the, you know, refreshments, hire. Like, some people even offer their services for this event, you know. Wow. And there's certain things, there's certain people that we're paying, you know, because we want, you know, quality stuff. But there's other things where it's like, they just like, hey, I, you know, this is my contribution to, to the event because I just want to be there to support you. Like, that is just, it just blows my mind. Just how God is, like, orchestrating all of this together to see this come together in less than like three months really because you know the idea was back in june or july ish mm. and now it's october and got it done <laughs> a lot got, got a lot has gotten done um but i'm just super grateful i'm excited to see where it's going like there's already uh 50 plus people that's already res- re- reserved or like rsvp mm-hmm. so we're expecting at least 60 to 70 people um, so it's going to be amazing. I'm excited. We went to see the venue yesterday, and 
I'm just blown away. Like it's very surreal to me. You look like the crime. I know. She did, I'm yeah. gonna just <laughs> know. I'm gonna probably be crying now. Jesus, like, Jesus. <laughs> it's just like because this is one of my goals for this year, and this it's just gonna, oh. you know, just feel so good to to check that off. Like man, like I didn't even see this happening, Amen. and Amen. it happened. You trailblazed through a whole year 2018 in Trump's administration. Mm. Be a proud. Be proud. Thank you. I appreciate that. Exactly. You know, it's hard being a woman out here. It is. They got it pretty tough. And you have persevered when some people may even thought you would have failed. And you have not failed. You have excelled. Because Jesus is Lord. He is. Come study the Bible today. (laughs) (laughs) Come study the Bible today. Unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> this is this is this is like, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh. yeah. I know. Thank you, Russell. Thank you. Oh, I'm good, man. I am. I'm blessed. I can honestly say that. Been a lot of strides, a lot of transitioning I've been doing, but I'm grateful to be in a place where. I can put all of my time and energy just pursuing something that I love. So I can't ask for anything better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Out there adventuring and doing your thing. Doing mm-hmm. your thing. I mean. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up with you guys. You feel me? Y'all out here Armani. doing your thing. I, yes. You doing yeah. your thing. <laughs> Thank you. That's I appreciate good. it. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. How am I, I ain't told you yet. Ain't told you yet. Oh, oh. Stephen Neal, how you doing? I was about to call my own number, actually. Ooh. I was going to call your number. Uh, what is your okay, number? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll sit. I'll sit and wait. 404. Stephen Neal. <laughs> <laughs> 555. Five, 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 five. All right. All right. Bam. <laughs> I do this. This going to be my new thing. I'm shooting the camera. Okay. Well, from the hip. <laughs> first, first of all, I want to applaud you because you memorized that whole thing. I didn't see you look at a piece of paper. Once. I did not. Come on, that whole intro. Darius J. So, so I can't Even do stuff I like that. Off, I have to read copy. When it comes good job. Uh, so awesome for you. Um, my week has been uh, cool because you know uh, coming back to work on a short week is always good. It is. Um, oh yeah. You know, Destin was great. Unfortunately, caught a little cold with the temperature uh, increases and decreases. Go ahead and blame it on me, Steve. Yeah. I know you're right. right. Well, he what are you talking about? I already talking about how my truck uh, blows snowballs. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You drive a good humor truck. Yes, you do. You do. You're the ice cream man. This guy's the coldest <laughs> AC ice cream ever. Y'all know that song by Mexico? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You know, you can keep ice like for wow. weeks in your car. It's yeah, like cold. Um, to freeze. So, I aim to. I'm good at this. I'm like a western. Wow. Well, so been battling a cold for yeah. most of the week now. Um, trying to get out of it. I'm just kind of dried out right now. That's why I got this, all this water by me. Maybe you know, in case I start night. coughing. You know what I mean? Um, so. Yes, um, that has been going on, and uh, see, oh, dude, I lost my train of thought. That's yeah. good. Is that, is that good? You lost your train. Is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just tried no. to make it. No, go on. No. 
I could have had some more after you done. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. She wasn't finished. Absolutely. Matter of fact, go ahead and add it, and then I'll. So my store is out and launched. <laughs> store, Dream yes. Dreammaker Company. Yes, Dreammaker Company. Whatever. Probably me. Dreammaker, Dreammaker Company. Um, it has launched. I've got my first customer today. I'm so proud. <laughs> Did they pay cash? No, they pay with their card, and I got even more Same profit. Same cash. I mean, it's not. So, anyways, um, yeah, so it's out there. I will share the link below. You got man shirts? I do have man shirts. That's good. And hoodies. And long sleeve tees. And onesies. And phone cases. Android and iPhone. You got real onesies? Yeah, real onesies. Like King and Queen. Yeah, that they can. They can well, sleep I wouldn't imagine you, much, you go to the grocery store. As opposed to ones you don't uh, sleep in? <laughs> no, 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 not. No, baby onesies. Like, that you snap. Oh, okay, yeah. See, I, he was gonna get a full grown onesie for <laughs> no, I was, I'm not I was gonna go no, with no, the no, feet no, on the bottom I knew what and the did. trap <laughs> in the back. Yeah. He was gonna do that. Not less. I mean, I don't think they have for any size in that. I would stretch it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so the store is now launched. There's a lot of people that's been sharing it. I haven't even prompted them to. So that says a lot about the store itself. It's selling itself. Church socks and church shoes on my one that came. I can't take you seriously. Not many people can. All right, but yeah. So that's all I wanted to add. You know, it's live. Go by. Thank you. Noted. Yeah, I mean, how you live, Darius J? Well, see, that threw me off because usually I'm coming off my thing and then I ask you. So, I know what, what you done. I'm, I'm done. Mel, are you done? I am. I you think. Had stuff to add, so you know, are you done? See, you messed him up. I did. You got this podcast all over. Bro. I don't. You came. We came back. I'm so. Me. I missed you guys. We're we're out of sync. That's what it is. That's what it is. We're, we're, out, of, re- we're out of sync. Touch my face. Here, touch my face. Get some sync oh. back. Get some sync. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying oh. Is face. that where sync comes from? Yeah. Mm. All right. We good. We good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. All right. I'm living good, man. Since I just put plug myself in. Um, <sighs> Go ahead. We still out of sync. But yes. I don't know how good this episode will be. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Once we get oh, it rolling, man, positive yeah, thinking. We gotta get rolling, man. Like I'm telling you, we, 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 this is what happened when we had too much time away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I've been living good. I'm kind of like Stephen. I came back to work that. Next day after I got back from Destin and I did not want to go back to work. I just wish I had stayed home just another day to just sort myself out and get myself ready for the work week. I almost did that. But I did not. I went straight to work and I was extremely exhausted for like a day and a half and then like halfway through my second day back I had got my bearings and I realized that I was in a place of employment so I can earn a living to go back on um, vacations. that's why I use work for vacations and um, other things I need in my life and things I want. That's food how, bills. That's how I stay yeah, happy secondary. most of the time. Like, yeah. you know, I like ain't happy in what I'm doing, but I just be like, you know what? I can eat what I want. 
drink what I want, go where I want to. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy for right now until I get my other things. Work awesome. to live. Don't but, live to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, once you get, learn how to use the things in life as tools, they become just that tools and they don't bother you that Absolutely. Absolutely. There you go. Um, no so chicken. We need to learn that. Or at least we need to learn that. Yeah, we need to learn. I'm not a millennial. Oh. I'm, I see my. Get it out now. Get it out now. Get out now. Rifle tag as a Generation Xer. She used it to insult our age. I don't know. And I took it. She did. I, my, I love my age. I don't care how old people think I am or I am. I don't care. I want to get old. If you ain't getting old, you're dead. Oh, what? Ooh, what happened? Technically correct? Uh, right, yes. technically. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. You know what I, I mean? So. But, yeah. you know, I like, you know what I'm saying? I like being a generation X and make me feel that I'm not a millennial by, uh, a millennial by age standard, but I don't feel like a millennial in, like, my attitude. I see. You know. I see. Because I'm not really that glued to my phone like that. I leave it places often. I just think the older generations are jealous. That's they opinion. really are not probably. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. They are more content. They probably think we slightly more insane. You know what I'm saying? But um, other than that, my life is good. I'm living good. Home life good. Um, family good. Everybody's mm-hmm. still living and kicking. Um, so uh, <laughs> why I'm fine with that. Huh? Huh? That means they still got some fire. Oh, okay. Some legs rested by that time for them to sell them out to the past. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I'm good, man. Let's get this show on the road. Mella, this is conductor. Where you at? Stop playing over there in your pockets. Governor. <laughs> <laughs> so this, um, so let's let's get into this um, gap for the WNBA. Where you saying like the high school players that's coming out? Oh, okay, yes. Um, so this was our top topic winner. One of our top topic winners. Yeah. Um, the WNBA pay gap. So what brought this on is the fact that the NCAA, well, the NBA wants the, no, the NCAA wants the NBA or vice versa. They want the one and done rule gone. Right. Uh, which I feel like it should be gone. Like, yeah. the fact that a kid has to wait a year off of graduating high school to join the NBA. I think it's stupid. It's, it's, it's dumb. Yeah, it is. Because kids are just using college scholarships to jump off their careers instead of go to school. That's what I feel about it. So wasted money. Exactly. You know, that scholarship money. It, somebody exactly. else could have Someone it. else exactly. could have had it, yes. Who actually wants to be at school. Exactly. Right. You know, there's other ways to launch a career. Somebody which like Billy Hoyle that is only <laughs> gonna play college. Uh, and we need that to go to school. Was it <laughs> that reference a movie, did it? Like <laughs> anyway. Um so what the G League which is the developmental league for the NBA, has proposed to do, or what they plan to do next year, is to uh, offer someone who is graduating from high school, or at least 18 years of age, mm. um, a $125,000 select contract. Right. Mm. So right. they are able to sign a select contract yeah. to be able to be basically begin training for the NBA instead yeah. of having to go to college. You know, so get paid. Get paid to develop your skills. Get someone in a team system. Um, all that. Yeah. Oh, that's all well and good, except for the fact that 
the max salary in the WNBA for the best player is only $110,000. Nah, that's it. I'm so that just marinate on that. I want to. I want to hear yeah, the room on this. A little young whooper snapper whooper, whooper. could come into the G League and make more than your season star player in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. That gotta stay. And just to be clear, this is this isn't a standard contract. This is only for select players who are gonna get that 125, or is that like across the board? I think it's just for a select contract. For a kid in that predicament, like you know, it's not like a minimum for all players. It's just an eighteen-year-old. If they want to play, if they make it, right? You know what I'm saying? If you're good enough, if you're good enough to make the the G League, you get 125 thousand. Right. So that's that's how that works. Man, WNBA man, I say y'all. I'm just upset. I think y'all need to come to the NBA game, grab the ball while they're playing the game, cross somebody up. And then just throw the ball in the stands. Don't even Indeed. make the shot. Just throw it in the stands and walk off. Do it like hot sauce. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, uh, Mella, um, you, I, I see stew and brewing over there. Yeah. What? I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking through my thoughts. <laughs> okay. Fine. But, Sometimes you gotta like, do that. I just, I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I can kind of see why the pay grade is that way because they're not heavily advertised as the NBA. But at the same time, there are some great players that yes. deserve. Yes. And there has been for Oh decades. my God. Like, for a are long you, time, are you yeah. kidding me? $110,000? This is their career. They got people to take. They got fam- a family to take care of or themselves if they don't have a family. And it's whatever. crazy because... But, no, go ahead. Um, but no, I was just saying, like, like like you were saying earlier, like, the entire WNBA combined is as much as one NBA player makes. Right, yes. Or like, even less than that. Right, yeah. physically, you can break it down. Like, okay, so max salary for the WNBA is $110,000. I'll round it to $115,000 and give that salary to every player in the WNBA. All that with the 12 teams would be $20.7 million combined annually. Wow. And LeBron makes more than that. And LeBron makes about $30 million. Put that in perspective. This year, that have super max contracts that make way more than that. It's crazy. And and, and the crazy thing about it, and people may disagree with me about this because I just this is how I feel. I I like watching WNBA slightly more than I like watching the NBA because their defense is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I watch because it's like I feel like for the skill level that the NBA has, they suck on defense. Mm. Oh like, my gosh! I'm mm. like, oh I my gosh! So all you know how to do is shoot. Yeah. That's it. For some players, no boxing yeah. now. But no. no, it's like, but now it that used to not be the case for everybody. But now every team has just one defensive player. <laughs> well, Literally, one or two, you know and it's usually like, a wing player. But yeah. but usually back in the day, just like if you watch the '80s, early '90s. Everybody did everything. Yeah. Michael Jordan played both sides of the ball. It's crazy. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. great players True. did that. Exactly. Back in the day. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. They took pride in being able to stop somebody. Right. Not right. only just because just like Jordan, like I can score on you and I can stop you from scoring. Right. Mm-hmm. Him and Scotty Pippen, that's what they think. They used to fight over who was going to guard the best player on the team just to shut them down. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? 
And they did it. And now it's just like, we be like, oh, snap, cross me up. Let's go on by, brother. Yeah, I'm oh, trying to get over here. See? You know what I'm saying? Trying to get over here. Because just like I watched the Rockets and the Lakers game. Oh, I was man. just like, if this ain't the most sorry display of um, defensive basketball I ever seen. Right. I like, because some of them players that made them sound, I like, yo, you could have just. It's, I just feel like it's really yeah. just becoming like I mean yes it's a form of entertainment but I feel like it's becoming purely like entertainment like they're actors on the stage performing rather than like I mean I'm not gonna say as for everybody but right. I feel like there are some people that have a heart to play the game and that's like that's what they eat sleep breathe and you can see it in their worth ethic yeah. but then there's some yeah. people that's just like they've been in the game they're veterans or they like they're new they're rookies they're kind of in between and it's mm-hmm. just a game for the, it's not like a it's a game but like it's not something they take seriously it's and just see, something they perform. And see, that's the thing I like about the WNBA. They take pride. And they yes. play hard. Even though they get them sucky salaries, they play, play hard. hard. Yes, they you do. You know what I mean? Like, they play hard. Yes. Like, I'll be watching these guys. It's like, good God Almighty. <laughs> Are they giving free chicken and a check? Because <laughs> y'all playing. Hard. They are getting a check. Now, that a big check. That's like, I, I make their money. <laughs> okay, okay. Whoa. So I mean, that's perspective. That's, perspective. I, that's real. But. So yeah, so they, they make they make uh minimum wage almost. <laughs> I wonder what the bitch player like. Ooh. See that's a that's a good because point. But max salary is one ten. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everybody, not everybody makes some the max. Some of the lowest salaries in the NBA is like up, still of, half a million. And you know another point? Some of them have jobs outside of it. They ain't all they do. Well, yeah, because it's like loving basketball. Advertising. advertising. Right. It's like loving basketball. Some of the great players have to go overseas to earn the rest of the money that they feel like they can command. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they, and in some cases, they get paid more over there than here. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. Because, and so the point is that the WNBA is a good product. It has value. Yeah. Okay. So, um... The argument could be made, and I saw some comments, you know, that, well, the WNBA just, at the end of the day, doesn't draw as much ad dollars and revenue. But you don't so, in but, right. but it's But the thing is, though, we're still kind of, we're not saying that uh, WNBA players should make $30 million yeah. because the television contracts and everything just right. isn't there. Yeah. But right. the, the share of the money is what the problem is. Like, another metric is that the players only get 20% of revenue. The owners get 80. In the NBA, it's 50-50. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's yeah. a big so, difference. Oh, that yeah. just made me mad. Exactly, that's, that's, right? That's, that's really deep. <laughs> I was about to say, so that means the financial infrastructure of the WNBA is set up for the players to fail. Yes. Yes, ultimately. So they yeah. set that system up as if that was not going to last. Right, and it's well, lasted yeah. over twenty years. Exactly, it's like it was so. Yeah, something needs to change. Well, exactly. that, that's where the players' where union has to come in. They need to start setting stadiums on fire. Start Revolve. a union. Well, because the <laughs> NBA has like their own players' association. Like they the do. WNBA needs to have theirs too. That's like Strong the same board. thing when the lockout happened with the NBA. It's like the same thing can happen with the WNBA. It just has to be set up because I mean I understand just as a business person when you start something like the WNBA. 
in like Steve, you mentioned, you know, they don't know if it's going to last. So they the do. owners are trying to take as much of the revenue because in their mind, we're doing all of the risk. Yeah. But now that it's proven point. that this can last, this can stay around, you know, you can start to share more of those profits. Right. And as players, they can start to demand something like that. But they, it has to be done. Right. Maybe you know, they're content. Maybe. Well, not after, not after that Julie post, they not. And then the thing is, like, I saw I saw uh, Erica, <laughs> shout out Erica Ware, uh, make the comment that, oh, they have to sell ads in their jerseys just to make money. The, the NBA doesn't have to do that. Well, the NBA's starting to do that with a patch on uh, their top left. Yeah, you know what I mean? I like to say, you see people have GE, yeah. uh, the Wish um, logo, and yeah. all that stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. They, so it's starting it. to happen in the NBA. But the thing is, will that even further cements our point because then look at all of the arms of revenue for the WNBA you have television yeah. you have ads full on ads across the chest like it's just you know what I mean you have all this money coming in sponsorships and yet the max salary is only $110,000 for like the best players the, the, the Della Dons the Skylar Diggins the Candace Parkers People like that, yeah. they're only getting one ten from playing. They have to get the rest of their money from their own endorsements. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But I mean, millions are being made. But yet, if every player, well, let me repeat that: if every player made max salary, it would still only be twenty point seven million dollars. ESPN paid twenty five million alone for games this year. Yep. Wow. So they made what? <laughs> yeah. Like hypothetically, because that's everybody that ma- doesn't make the max. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's, that's, I, that's, that's, that's what what I bumped everyone up the max. Like yo, that makes it even worse because it's like it, I bumped everyone up the max. Yo, it's yeah. still only twenty. People out here playing you, basketball and risking just a lot of things just for fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Twenty five thousand dollars. <sighs> So, just think about the people that don't have the names and stuff like that. Right. Right. What do they do? Yeah, they getting paid. Walmart employees get paid. Mm-hmm. Man, that's sad, but it is. That's quite. Popular. I just go overseas and play basketball and just hang it up with the WNBA so they get their act together. That's true. I think, uh, like, what? Uh, Come back to this microphone. I'm coming back. You're talking while you're away. Erica said that. NBA lacks fundamentals. You get they get money whether you watch or not. NBA NBA has become like you gotta understand they've been around for so long. Right. And now I agree, you know, especially back before superstars are the way that they are now. You know, yeah. back then like everybody had to work just to be okay. Yeah. yeah. And then when superstars started coming in, they were working hard. Right. And then they were exponential. Yeah. But then there are people who have that natural talent. And yeah, they can shoot a jump shot, but they never once work on their defense. Not really. Right. They work on it enough to say that they're working on it, but not enough to actually tangibly, practically get better. Right. Because the game's so. re- repackaged, like yeah. you guys said. Like, it's more about the show. These guys are celebrities now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, definitely. Yeah. You know so are. it's like it's more about the glamour, the scores, yeah. and stuff like the highlights. Yeah, I don't like that. You I know mean, what I mean? I want Bill Lambeer days back. <laughs> I want Detroit, Detroit Piston days back. 
But you, I won't. That was some ugly. Ba- I, I mean, that was some ugly basketball back I then. I love that ugly basketball. That flat I basketball. That. basketball. I go back and watch yeah. NBA history just just to get the. That's my feel, man. I miss old 1995. Okay, I even miss the days <laughs> right. when Shaq was in because those were real. Oh no, time. those were great like, days. Well, yeah, Shaq, Shaq Prime, yes. Yeah, because yeah. just like people actually had to try to play Shaq, yeah. and the only person I seen that just like threw antics and all kind of stuff like that that just really discombobulate uh, Shaq is Dennis Rodman. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, Dennis oh, Rodman yeah. just knew how to unfold him. He, he would bring you out your character. He was a defensive specialist. Yeah, like yeah. he was just he was like I'm not gonna only attack you physically. I'm gonna play with your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and nine times out of ten, it worked, and yep. it worked. Yeah. Even if he got through up, throughout in the process, yeah, he was just like, "Well, took you're already out. Took your big man out. You're already <laughs> out. Yeah. So right. I don't really have to do anything anymore because you just left. I'm leaving. Hey, it's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. So, 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 yeah. So it's just, um, and Russ made a comment um, that they should go on strike. And renegotiate the split of the profits, and yeah. I uh, totally agree. Yes, I agree. It has to happen because it's like it's not like a pipe dream anymore. It, it's not that right. much. It's been twenty one years. Twenty one years. You know, it's it's been around. Like yes, the NBA props it up. I mean, the NBA backs the WNBA. Y'all had Juana man. And are they you know, uh, are they aware of this real? knowledge? <laughs> I think they. I think so. Like this in public signing knowledge? a contract, they are aware that this is the percentage split, and yep. they were okay with that. Yep. 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 See what what See. in a male you know dominated world most people look at most men is like. Hey, Hey, I hold a check and you can't do nothing about it. Or there won't be a league. Right. I dismantle the WNBA. And they be like, no, I don't want to not work. And the man standing up there like, hey, mm-hmm. talk to me again. And I burn all the checks. The problem is like they can, you don't, <laughs> they don't need the WNBA. These players are good enough to go elsewhere like you they guys have mentioned. Are. So, yes. and that's, that's where the key comes in. Like, because they don't feel before. like you have to like always. It's yeah. not like the NBA where I mean, overseas you it's a good chance you're not gonna make like the money you make right. in the you're NBA. Right, right. Overseas players are trying to come here. Right. Yeah. But like a lot more people will definitely play overseas. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Women can easily go other places right. and, and get this the same and kind of money if doing, not more. And that's what they were doing before the WNBA. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's a shame because just like with the men, with the women. I think with, with with the women more so. This is the best basketball on earth being played here. Oh, they play like great women's basketball. basketball. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is the best basketball country in the world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So to have the best, you you would think it'd be the best league over right. here. Right. But you know, as far as keeping them here, but it's just the priorities aren't there. Yeah. For no. some reason. Yeah. No. You know, and it's not, and you know. I think it will be a movement where a lot of women go back overseas to mm. get the money that they can command, and it's going to be hard to field a national team. I feel, yeah. you know. So I think something has to be done about this. This, this is true. And not just, and not just on a competition level, but you know, of course, on a you know women's pay gap level. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what? I just feel like the whole infrastructure needs to be redone. It's, it's yeah. like, Definitely. it can't be this unfair. Yeah. Because if they're That's offering the this, then what are they offering the, what they, what, what are they offering the people that's been there? Mm. Mm. And like, and like then, and at the same time, like, like we said, everybody's not getting the maximum pay and now you're paying somebody that's 
has potential or you know yeah. you know right. according to their skill level and how they're able to you know do they'll be getting this guaranteed amount but yet there's people there's some people that's making the maximum and there's some people that's making less than that right. so it's like so are you gonna bump them up too cause I mean like you're gonna put a whole 18 year old or 19 year old however old they are right. at the time that you know they chose yeah, them right. chose, chose them to you know play for whatever team and they still get paid at they the old maximum and ten thousand dollars or less because it's not everybody's not right. right and, and and on another level, like you know, I play NBA Live, and what they've done in the last two years is incorporate the WNBA into they the have. game. Yeah. So I f- I would feel even cheaper at that point. So they're using us to promote your NBA game. And we still can't get a bigger piece of the pie, right? That's that's incredible. That, you know, that's incredibly unfair. It's it's it's, it's what they call it. Historical. Candace Parker, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Candace Parker, if you're listening, please. Candace yeah, do Parker, something. I met you one time. Remember my face. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Candace Parker. I met Dude. her as well. I aspire to meet her. She was she's actually like taller than I thought she was. She, she's really tall. Yeah, she's a legit six three. Like, no, no, because I'm six three. Oh, and, and she walked past me, and I'm like, no, you're taller than me. You're, you're not six <laughs> three. They're lying. Be like one of those players that hide their height. There's players that do that. Yeah, they are. Like, she's. I remember when they tried to pass Kobe Bryant off at six eight. Yeah. You think he's taller than six eight? No, he's not. Oh, okay. he's like six six. He's a legit. Yeah, but they they pump they bumped them up there. At one point, like like Kevin Garnett, I think he's seven two. Yeah, but they say he's six eleven. But he's six eleven. He's yeah, like Kevin, Dur- at, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, yes, he's seven something. He's seven one. But yeah, they they, they swear he's six ten. Oh, yeah, he's like six ten. Like, dude, no, dude, seven. Yeah. No, at least. he towers over everyone he walks by. Yeah. <laughs> like, the argument was Michael Jordan was really six four. Really? That's what I heard. Hey, I mean, I don't know, but I've I heard, heard the argument you, was he wasn't know. actually 6'6". Six, six. Hey, he might have been, but that dude might have been. Well, he can play either way. Right. Okay. so makes him even more great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he can play either way. Like, you were so good, it made you 6'6". Six, six. Hey. <laughs> they just bumped. They gave you two inches. Used to say like on his profile on one of the games is like had him at six eight. I was like, I was oh, like, no, wow. no, that's a stretch. Yeah, because like, the next to Pippen. I mean, yeah, like yeah, not that. Yeah, yeah Pippen's six short, seven. Exactly. Yeah. I was about to say you were shorter than Pippen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dang, yeah, nah. Think about it. Oh, wow. Dang, you were shorter. You was a lot. You was at least three inches. I'm I'm there. just relishing this uh, basketball Same. conversation. We don't get to have that often. Yeah. So Erica says. I don't know what she's responding to, but she says, yes, because we want to play. You listen to some of these ladies in interviews, and they just want to play. They want to do what they love. They want to work year-round for what they love. That's what the NBA like, used to yeah. be like. It's Man, about the game. But it, isn't that refreshing? I mean, it's tragic in isn't this situation. Like the I mean, it's the tagline. I mean, you, oh, man. I got caught up saying what you said. But, uh, no, it's fine. Um, you know what? Isn't it tragic? (laughs) Isn't it tragic and refreshing at the same time? It is. That they love the game so much that they will do this for this money. But then that's the purest form of ball, isn't it? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. That's a good question, Elijah. Mm -hmm. That's like, even like what Elijah pointed out, he's like, if the NBA played like the WNBA, do you think they would get paid as well? Probably not. No. 
Sadly. Entertainment. Sadly. Man, right. but it was more entertaining when they were playing like that. Exactly. Yeah, it okay. was, but still, like, it's... it's there's two sides to that. It is. Because it was more entertaining from a competitive standpoint. Like, so people who love the actual game yes. could enjoy it more because you, you appreciate great defense yep. when even when it's not your team who's playing it. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, you even look at, like, the amount of triple doubles that people are getting. Yeah. yeah. Like, a, a few years ago, it's like the most you would see in a season from everybody was, like, 18. Yeah. Yeah. Then, like, all of a sudden it jumped to, like, 120-something. Like, yeah, Russ averages it. He got two years in a row. Over 40 triple doubles. Over 41 triple doubles in one season. Right. Like, that was unheard of before, like, what was it, Oscar Robinson? Yeah, uh, yeah. And that was, like, what, 40 years? I don't know. I'm sure it wasn't that long. Like, in the 50s, 60s. Yeah. And don't care about getting thrown out, man. Exactly. See, these days, you kid got these soft bones, man. These little Generation X's, I mean, Millennials. Really? Millennials is coming to the game. He's breaking their foot off of Speaking from on high. You see, Porzingis drops on people. That's how you break people's stuff. No, Porzingis is just a soft little boy. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of yeah. size up between you. Yeah, yeah. Cheap shot. Mella has her hand raised. I'm still talking, Mella. Respect it. I'm tearing your You don't have to acknowledge me. Okay. I'm just All right, like right I was there. saying, they don't, drink, they, don't eat, they don't drink enough milk. They always eat candy and stuff. For real. They don't um, eat no vegetables. Vegetables. They don't eat meat. Yeah, you know I mean, so now they got a soft statue. If, if somebody hit them with the basketball too hard, uh, wow, that's exactly how they sound. Uh, I'm like, injured. Even like the little boy. I hope that's not how they it, sound. In the, in the, uh, Boston Knicks game. Twerked it. Who? What? <laughs> it, it did look like his ankle did like a little, you know. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it actually did. Yeah, but he act like he almost died. And then got back up and got back in the game and started playing. You rolled your ankle before? Yes. Okay. I did it plenty of times. That crap oh, sucks. God. It sucks, but I got, guess what? I went back outside. Feels like you're on a bloody game. stump. It well, hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. But I'm a thug. You know oh, is that I mean? I, is that what you I'm are? I'm a Generation X. All right, I, I really you know hate. I mean? that's, that's, that's why your generation was so you small. Hurt just like when stuff. Gets <laughs> what you mean? That's why your generation, like in the span of like human life, the Generation X is the shortest generation you know ever. Yolo. What? Because y'all, because uh, half of y'all died Yolo. trying to be tough. I know. No, I'm just. <laughs> You know what it means. We just don't know how it applies. Because everybody only young only. ones. But that's not you only young everybody. ones. Only little ones. You only young ones. Ain't no young yo. out here. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no young. But <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like we 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 uh we fought hard. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody. Millennials just getting taken care of out here in these streets and what's always cooking for them and making their beds and folding the clothes and stuff. They don't even know how to wash dishes. What? What millennials do you know? I don't oh, know. Oh no! Hey, hey, hey! Uh, my 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 niece don't, don't do chores. Say, don't give me stuff. Okay. Is your niece a millennial? <laughs> my, my, oh well, no. They might be under. You're right. Yeah, they, they might, might be under. Yeah. Like let's. Nah, so they might be perspective. They might be super millennials or something. They're like Generation. They'll come out with Generation Z. I forgot what it was. Zombie game. Z. Do it. Generation Pokemon. 
Generation Apocalypse is over after them. Oh you know what I mean? They're going to be the generation to blow the world up. See, now y'all. Uh, take I got to find out what's after. Uh, oh, my goodness. Skynet gonna take over because they were like y'all ain't running the world right y'all ain't got but a set amount of years before the Earth core um, implodes and destroy your whole uh, world so um, Skynet gonna take over for the last few years you know we're gonna be ruled by um, yeah, and I'm gonna meet Sarah Connors and I'm gonna give some guns and stuff before I die Oh. And, um, what's going on? Here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got you got to keep up. Attention. You got to keep up because you will lose yourself in this. Okay. <laughs> you got to keep up. So millennials are yes, thirty four. This is how it happens on conversation. Yeah, right. You don't take much. This is two weeks of backup. Yes, yes. You know, how do you, Darius? And it all ends with Carl coming back to life. Oh God. I thought he was just claiming it. I was curious. Just claiming what? I thought you were just claiming Generation X to be funny. Mm. I really feel like I'm, a, I'm, I'm like the last of Well, you're, you're 35, right? Yeah. Well, I believe that's that's where you were literally the last of Generation X. But I actually, think we're no, the first actually, millennials. Yeah, we're the first millennials. Oh, really? Is that yeah, what it is? Because anything that... 81 and older. Oh, that's what it is? Okay. Yeah. I just saw oh, this chart. Oh, 81 older is uh, Generation X. X. And well, it, not just and older. 82 and younger are millennials. That ain't so old. Oh, 81 and older. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and younger. Generation mm-hmm. X? I see what you did there. Yeah. Dang. I wish I was Generation X. I'm grouped in with you. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> anyways... I'm happy I brought it up then. But you know what? I am glad that I'm not not so Generation X that I, I do know Here we how go. computer works. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and work that MacBook right there. I know how to work it. I just act like I don't just, just make comedy. I don't work anything. Is that what that is? Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I like that scene like I don't know things just for people to correct me. I chuckle in my head a little bit, so... I partially believe you, but then I partially don't. <laughs> you know, I, I've seen you do that before. And that's what I do. I like yeah. this. So that helped me, and then somebody's I'm like, oh, this is what you do. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 it made you do it without having to. Come, come Foolish. Come here. Oh. So this teen um, rapper that was reprimanded. Who? We we're changing topics because oh. Mella was trying to get us off. <laughs> so I was about to, say to be fair, who's I was trying to distract. Who, who, okay, who, who's it hurt? Wait, what's uh, no? Okay, so no. <laughs> Cobb County uh, happened, I think, last week. It happened uh, last week. I think it was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so last week, about five years ago. <laughs> Um, it was five years ago? No, it wasn't. It was last week. Y'all are tripping. Okay, so Lil C-Note. Why, why are we talking about Is his name. Lil, Lil what? Lil, Lil C-Note. Little C-Note. Lil C-Note. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's... I but know, that, I, I understand, but I was just saying Lil C-Note. That's like a term from when I was young. <laughs> hey, Lil exactly. C-Note. Hey, Lil C-Note. Come well, he was he was accosted by police in uh-huh. Cumberland Mall. Yes, it was. Um, at an H and M in front of H and M. Of course. So supposedly it was for 
him trying to promote himself, sell, sell some CDs, yeah, like, which you can't like do. We normally do. You can't do that. And Why you can't though? Soliciting. It's 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 soliciting without a license. He probably didn't have a license. All right. Well, you know what? No, I'm falling right into that trap. I'm falling right into that permit patty trap. Let me get out of that. I'm glad. Let me zoom out of that situation. Let me zoom out of that situation. Okay. Permit patty. (laughs) That's why. Okay. So that's why he was accosted on the charges, on the accusations that he was soliciting. Okay. When he, where he was not supposed to. Right. Let me just state the facts. Okay. So, the policeman was very rough with him, mm-hmm. had him by the arm, yoked. Yeah, they yoked You know what I mean? That had been what was his parents? I probably would have been shot. His aunt was off camera. She was shooting the video. Yeah. He was out there with his aunt. Um, and People still sell CDs. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bella, hey, <laughs> <Mella, laughs> that's what we're concentrating on. <laughs> When the sister tagged me, I was like, "Fuck, people still say this." Jeez, what age are we in for? So, twelve did some Generation X thing. Hey, there's an old. That's a soul of an old man, Darius. Yeah, I'm about to say, little Ceno. Okay, exactly. Yeah, so, you still CDs, so the policeman would just had him yoked by the arm. I mean, come on, he's already con- the situation contained. He's as calm as he can be. He's not trying to be, you know what I'm saying? He's he just calm. he was just That's like, okay, can reported. you let me go, officer? I know my rights. Hey, you know they reported, but his aunt was going nuts. His aunt was exactly going, right. Yeah, they it's, reported that he was verbally combative and he actually swung or pushed. At the officer. Let me tell you so there's a video of this, right? So, so right. there's a video, it's, but it is so. But it show everything. Cause they actually it looked like they body slammed the woman with like. Well, oh yeah, she tried to approach once. She, uh, once the <laughs> officer tried that's to that's take. That's Cause when I heard the noise, I said that sounded like a suplex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I heard the body slam. I heard somebody the, uh, some weight hit the ground. Uh, I said I don't know who they slammed, but that sounded like a suplex. I don't know. Well, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so once. It was apparent that he was going to be detained, little C note. Uh, his wa- you his just slap his wrist and let him go. That's the thing. I'm slap don't his know. wrist. I mean, all right. So once that was happening, that's when the aunt tried to approach the officer, and yes, yeah, she got suplexed, basically. Yikes. Yeah. So. So yeah. So the issue here is like, are are black kids children? Treated more like adults than uh, their counterparts. Uh, well, let's well. take it back to another incident that happened to a young man that was playing with a BB gun and got shot. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Of course. Yeah. yeah. They are. I have been in instances where I have been treated as if I was a adult, and I'm like, police officer, yep. you know, you're talking to an 11 year old, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because just for the simple fact, they are they treat us as animals, you know what I mean? Like like we don't have any like we don't know how to socially say, okay, officer, you are right, let me back away and mm-hmm. go about my business. Right. This is the law. Because which if you had to just let the kid go, right. I guarantee you he would have left. Because yeah. he do know the law. Right. Yeah. And he was like, okay, warning, I'm gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously he don't been doing this long enough. I know he know what, what it is. He know yes, you know he saying? knows what it is. So especially, you know what I'm saying, like I'm pretty sure his parents versed him on what it is. You know, you're going out here. If you see somebody coming at you, go ahead and shut down shop. Get out. 
Because I don't know a black parent in America that don't have that talk about the P's and Q's of handling police and... Especially nowadays. Exactly. Especially. So, you know what I mean? So, they... I I just feel like it, it... it got to be some kind of training because it always seems like officers take out their bad days on people, on yeah. minorities. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you were like, hey, he clearly looked like he having a bad day. Right. Or you he, know what I mean? He was just, it seemed like he was real belligerent about it at the yeah. point where he already, he knew he was doing the wrong thing. He knew he was being excessive, but it's like, you, I have to be excessive in this situation. <laughs> so you know cool. what I mean? Like, Bruh. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like you know. Cobb County's been like yeah, we can't we can't hear Forsyth you, bro. County, all that stuff. And it's almost like it's as it's and I say this all the time in these situations. It's like whatever you don't know, you fear more. Okay, and so you're outside of these shoes as a white man mm-hmm. that. All you see out there for black people is they're criminalized, and you know what I mean by by the media, by the news, everything. And you encounter a black kid in person, and you just see them as that much less human. You know what I mean? Because you're not in their shoes, and you don't know anyone like them. You know what I mean? And so that's the problem. That's that, that's a problem. I'm not saying it can't be overcome because yeah. it takes a certain amount of understanding. It takes a certain level of understanding. Right. But it just st- continues not to be had. I, I get that. I just. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, bro. I just don't know what runs through their mind when it comes to putting their hands on a, a kid. Right. Like. You don't even put your hand on, on, on your own kids. Like that. Your own kids. You on know what I'm saying? Like, this, is a, this is a child. Like, exactly. And even if it wasn't, you know. You only whoop your own kids, but you come beat the devil out of a young somebody, black kid. You know what I'm saying? You just trying yeah, to, just trying to be take great. That home. You know? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, I feel like, huh? I don't know. I feel like it's one thing if, it's, if you saw this, you know, young man going around selling drugs and, like, just gang banging and stuff like that. They try to really, yes. Right. Even the people, like, I think it makes me think about even the people that, you know, are, like, you know, when you're at the, the stoplight, you know, like, like the right. people with the water bottles and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, you know, like I think I was riding with somebody, I don't remember, but they were saying like the police don't really like like let tell them to go anymore because they're trying to, you know, be honest. Like they're just trying to give water to people and that they want it, they want it, they don't, they don't like harass you, like, oh, you're gonna buy this water. It's like if you want it, you want it, you don't, you don't. And then by the end of the day they said the whole case they got, you know, money, you know, that they can I don't know what they're using it for. But, you know, it's still I think like it's one thing if they were out here like causing a ruckus in a in a sense of just like crim like incriminating to yeah. other, but they're really trying to promote like their music and like be positive and stuff like that. And I don't know what his music was like, but still like it's I just don't I don't get it. And it's a child at that, you know. And and another thing, man, like I just like I hate when people say, uh, you, they have to look at it like you have to. Like, we always have to consider, you know what I'm saying, other people outside of ourselves. Like, well, they may not know how it is to be black. Nah, that's a lie. You've been alive too long. Social media, being in school with other black kids and stuff. You grew up around black. I don't know. Nobody that go to a, to a totally white school. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I live in the South. You know what I mean? So, you have experience. You have seen. You may choose to turn a blind eye, but you do know because you try to pick up on the dialect. You try to seem cool. You try to do the culture, but not be the culture. You right. Know what I mean, so I feel like you know 
people need to stop saying that, oh, I didn't know. You do know. You just choose not to act. Just mm-hmm. leave it at that. You know what I mean? I would rather you be honest and say you don't know. Because just like I told you before, I hate when people say I don't see color. You're lying. Ah, it's see, easier it's for lying. people. It's a destructive mentality. If you can tell me what color my shirt is, if you, you can, can oh, that's a nice fuchsia shirt you have on there, sir. Fuchsia. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, so you do see color. I thought you was just colorblind. Oh, something like that. Like, saw the world through dog eyes. I think people just choose to be ignorant, honestly. It's easier to choose ignorance than to choose to acknowledge something and then know you're not doing something about it. Exactly. You know what I mean? It it makes the person feel better. And see, and that's a point that I like to make. You always try to see to make life better for you. But you don't want to make life better for nobody else. Yeah. Long as the powers are working in your favor, right? You don't care about yeah. making it work for other people because guess what? You like your power, right? It's always it's a it's a system that's always benefited the majority. So of course you're not going to just come <laughs> off it, right? You know, they're not the majority in number, but in you know what I mean in structure, right? right. You know, because at that you know because once upon a time they you know. Well, I can't say that they were the majority, but yeah, they came once they established something and they brought people under it. Yeah. You gave, they gave us that ceiling. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how many people come up under it now. Right. What's set is set. Like you, like we can't change anything on a bottom level. Mm-hmm. It has to change on top. The no, Russ said, "If you can't see color, then what you do at stops lights." That's yeah. exactly right. That's what we're talking about. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, you see stop signs green, like pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. Like, man, like we have to think about, like, because it's like I feel like everything that we do, we have to like prep. You know what I'm saying? Knowledge. Like, I feel like. Even like with the police uh, state, because mm-hmm. yeah. we do live in a police state. People say we don't, but we do. You know right. what I mean? Um, we have to restructure that too, man, because it, obviously that they living off a system that was built to put down yeah. minorities. Because it's like even like in the Jim Crow system back in right after the civil rights because you know after civil rights was pushed through Jim Crow said well you know we're gonna make our own system now here in the south and we gonna build prisons to fill you up with and any crime that you do we will punish you extremely right you know what I'm saying to the utmost to the utmost like even to the past of it is ridiculous like hold up I got 10 years for what yeah. yeah you know what I mean like because Honestly, in all the bylaws and social structures that it got, um, prison is pre-slavery. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. what it's for. That's what it was built for. Like, because if we can't get them, because back in the Jim Crow days, if you didn't have a job and you were black, it was against the law. So uh-huh. they get to lock you up. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so if you can find a cycle, job and right. they wouldn't give a job, right. also, you ain't got no job, I got one for you. Follow me and put these pinstripes on for me. The one, not the ones that go up and down. The one go sideways. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, right, right. So it's like a trap. It's basically a trap. It's a trap. To it do was similar to the trap. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's a that's, trap. And see, that's the thing that, like, you know, what I'm saying people don't understand. And see, people keep trying to fight a broken system. You can't yeah. fight a broken system. You just need to, hey, let's. 
throw away this system right. and start anew. You can't. This is a ship that has a million holes in it. You're not plugging all of them. Right. So just let the ship say, start over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why I say the Constitution need to be burned. It need to be done over with. It need to be done because it was nobody in their room representing minorities. That's true. That's true. None. Nobody. Yeah. When they were talking about men, and we were saw a three quarter of a person. Right. We were not in that room. We were <laughs> not involved. Right. They actually put into that. Hey, you know they are three quarters of a person. So it only kind of a whole boat. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. I think like the whole system, this system that we fight against, is broken. That's why, like, I, I, I'm torn with like voting process because sometimes I feel like a chump because yeah. I'm too educated to believe in that system. Especially on the federal level, yeah. Because I was like, you're asking me to agree with a system that I know is corrupt. You want me to uh, abide by a broken system? I can't do it to myself. It makes no sense. Like that make that that means I'm wasting my time, and I know I'm wasting it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it even just like it, it makes me look at like that whole process. I was like, yo, you seen how many things we have come up in the news where it's talking about people mess with the, the votes or voter registration is off of certain areas in Georgia at mildly minority rich minority rich areas, you know what I'm saying? Right. And and you be like ironic. and you think, you know what I'm saying? Like and even like one person said, and I can't remember, I think his name was Zoe Williams, and he was just like, You think they would give you the power? Us regular people to change the the atmosphere of what they have set up. Mm. How could you believe that? Because if they did, everything will always change. Yeah, we will be able to change the scope of America every four years. Mm. So how can you hold on to that idealism and think that that works? You know, what I mean, I think like just like I tell people like, and that's why. I, I, when Trump became president, yeah. I didn't. I felt. I actually, you got why I was. I was like, I don't feel good about it. Because you know why? That stuff don't. Like my grandfather always said, he said, "I a president has yet to come knock on my door." He was like, "Tell me how many presidents you ever seen and touched." He was like, "I was like none." You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Well, why do you think him being up there make a difference to you?" How, how, what has affected you is like you were able to turn around from a problem and say you you did this it's mm-hmm. like not like it yeah. it's like live your life live for God and everything will be okay every time mm-hmm. yeah. yeah man I mean what else is there to say today? right I mean not much <laughs> I'm sorry thank guys. you Darius you I know. feel like I went like yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you did you that. Had, you did you had that. one of your deep moments. Yeah, man. You went saying? This is why I be sitting in my dark room sometimes and just thinking about it. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> Not your dark room. I do. I wake up in the morning and go sit in the dark room and just. I. All right. I, 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 <laughs> Super Saiyan Blue on that conversation. Anyway, so. Ultra instant, cuz. Those were our topics. <laughs> <laughs> those were our topics for today. But there we have go. a special guest named Amani Murray. What's going on? He's right here. So, this transition you were talking about earlier, 
Let's yeah. get more. Let's dig more into that. What's what's going on? What in is life? the big transition? Amani. Uh, uh, big transition. It's I pretty much I quit my corporate job. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Stop yeah. working for the man. <laughs> 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 He's still feeling it. He's still feeling it. I need to build this. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. Exactly. Yeah, I quit my corporate job to try to pursue the things that I love. Not try. Know. He doing. Oh well, yeah, you're right. I'm my bad. I don't know why you keep why, trying. You know. Exactly. He's trying. He doing. I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Correct your word. Power to the black man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. So uh your own business, uh what is your business? State your business. <laughs> right now my young, young fella. Young yellow. <laughs> young yellow fella. I don't know how I feel about any of this. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Right now, uh predominantly at least immediately my business revolves around photography mm-hmm. um, amazing photography well thank you I appreciate that <laughs> I you know I do what I do when I can okay you know we'll leave it at that <laughs> but of course I, I plan to expand it more so because uh I'm a natural artist, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Mel, you've known me for a handful of time. Yes. You've probably seen that in multiple aspects, you know. Uh, I used to dance professionally, hip-hop professionally, correct that. And, you know, I I used to draw all the time. Uh, I do poetry. I, I just love entertainment mm-hmm. as a whole. So I think uh, when I started picking up a camera it just it really just became natural for me you know um i really wanted it initially just to be able to document my family and to be able to get headshots when i want to Mm -hmm. but then after being behind it for a little while it's been you know it's almost addictive you know just being able to express yourself in Mm -hmm. in different ways and just accentuating the beauty that's around you beauty and people beauty and what god has created yeah you know so yeah, that's that's more so where I'm at now, but I do plan to expand into uh, acting as well. Uh, I do plan to start hosting whenever I get a chance, and you know I'm working on my craft in those ways, uh, little by little. So it's it's a it's a process, but yeah. you know I've been learning a lot because um, of what I quit my job like a little more than a month ago, mm-hmm. and it's just been nonstop learning. I've learned so much from shooting learning how to shoot different aspects and techniques photoshop lightroom i mean it's mm-hmm. been it's been a journey so far but i'm definitely enjoying it mm-hmm. i see you've been um like you even collab with a couple guys and stuff like that yeah um that was uh one of my one of the guys i know from my martial arts class he's an actor as well um he writes. He does everything. He's really great. Uh, I I worked on a short film with him. His name is Ryan uh, Adriel. So he had a film. He needed a couple extra faces. So he tapped me, and I was just like, "Yeah." And yeah, I had a great time. You mm-hmm. know, working with him, getting to know the people that he worked with with his team. Great people, talented people. Um, they posted the video. I think mid last week so it's out there it's it's really great video you know i enjoyed working with them so um you learned a lot of things um as you mentioned um but just the whole starting out your business aspect like what was that like i mean it's one thing to do it while you were working but like 
Mm. What was the jump off point? Yeah, like, like do it on totally your own. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Man, um, you're right. That, that's really tough to just kind of jump out because mm -hmm. I've been I've been doing business for over a decade. Like, I love business. I, I first owned my own business uh, with a couple of friends of mine. I was 20, mm. you know, and we we did pretty well. Uh, we, we of course, when you're in college, first easy thing to do is uh, you host parties, promote parties. And we just, we did it for our own parties. Yeah. And then we ended up expanding and opened a restaurant. Okay. Um, it, it eventually fell just through... Just through us being green to business and right. how everything worked, but it was a great experience for me. I learned so much from it. So, business-wise, I was I've been prepared. I've been waiting for this moment, mm -hmm. literally. And um, but the actual jump that plainly that came from my wife. Mm -hmm. Like, just to be honest, yeah. um, <laughs> my I love her so much, and mm -hmm. she loves me so much as well. Uh, she supports my dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's a lot easier to go after things that you want when you do have a support system that yeah. you can rely on. And she is definitely that for me. So, mm. yeah. Shout out to Glam Squad. Glam Squad. Glam Squad 210.com. Check them out. Okay. You better plug. Yeah. Plug that good Yeah. She, she pushed me to just, she just wanted me to quit. Mm -hmm. And that was the end of it. Because it wasn't, it wasn't just like, oh, this is something I want to do. Like the corporate life was, it was like killing me. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like got when, to that point. When you're a creative person mm -hmm. and you go to a nine to five and that is your life, you <gasps> literally feel like you're in a box. Yes. You know, like <laughs> I've worked in a cubicle and I've nonstop felt like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even when like I moved to a corporate job and I had I was in the office, twenty six floors high. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like okay, I still feel like I'm in a box. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. It's nothing like just being able to just walk out the box and never go back. Mm. You know what I mean? Burn the box down with yes. people in. I will not. I will not. People that don't want to chase your dreams, you don't deserve to live by. Dang. Oh, wow. So, we're taking that. Crazy real fast. <laughs> we're taking that. That was like, what am I, genocidal? I'm not Hitler. It's just joke. So, how did you prepare yourself in this switch like not only that and then once you made the switch like have you been presented with some challenges in you know pursuing your dream yeah well okay um there were two questions there preparing myself with it there's really no preparing yourself yeah. for something like yeah. that you yeah. know it's like having a kid yeah just like having a kid having a kid getting married I am because the kid don't like you you wish he couldn't move or run from you I had to do dangle keys on face she like that's true that's true he legit did that and she was so cool with that. Right. <laughs> and she was like, hey, I'll stay with you for a while. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about, little baby. 
Little baby. <laughs> now she she got so much of a mind of her own. Exactly. Yes. Like, I can't even. I don't even know how to approach you. I just did the double. Can I buy you the well, double pound? She always tries to take my wallet, so try money next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two dollars. <laughs> Yours. Just give me a hot five. <laughs> <laughs> she give you a high five for free, so like <laughs> exactly. But you have to make it. You have to say, "Okay, to give him a high five." I want the high five to come out of just I pure mean, honest awesomeness. Is like, hey, when's the last time you tried? Oh, two weeks ago. Okay, uh-huh. give it a try well, next time you see her. Just, just like, just see. I seen a high five with my wife today, and she I was did. Like, I was like, "Dang, I'm kind of jealous." <laughs> <laughs> like I was talking to a sister, I'm like, "Hold up, wait a minute, I gotta see." Thanks, give my wife a lot of high five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she don't just give one. <laughs> she give a lot. <laughs> she be giving fist bumps. Exactly. Oh, yeah. High five, fist bumps. Like, you bring it, she got it for you. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it's, it is kind of like that. There's only but so much you can do to actually prepare. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest challenges that come across, and, like, some of them are very, very particular to me but Mm -hmm. you know at the same time it's not uh it's just character issues you know when you sit down and you're like okay i'm gonna prepare to do something great Mm. and then you actually have to do something great (laughs) (laughs) yeah the follow-through is so real so many people like i've i've always been ambitious Mm -hmm. as something that i feel god has blessed me with Mm -hmm. it's something that i i even struggle with at times with being too ambitious where I can at times just be selfish Mm. but it's like following through that ambition Mm. it's so important it tests your character it tests uh, everything that you've allowed to set in motion in my case for the past 30 years Mm. all of my habits that I've allowed to come through like oh I go to work I come home I do nothing I find an excuse to turn the TV on Mm. or to be distracted by social media or anything else that I can get my hands on for the sake of a form of entertainment and then you're like oh wait I have to be protective today because I'm trying to build my own empire. I'm trying to leave a legacy for my daughter. Like, I want to impact and inspire people the same way that I've been inspired through the things that I can do, whether it is photography, acting, poetry. And, you know, God willing, it's going to be all three for me. Right. You know, but yeah, you you, at some point in time, you got to put... You gotta put foot the gas. Mm-hmm. That's, it. That's it. This is so real. This is real. I, 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 I definitely. Yeah, I know you know. <laughs> Even like for me, I know that moment for me is like approaching. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's approaching, and like the closer I get to it, I was like, oh man, I'm afraid a little, a lot of it. Mm. And I'll be like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, because I was like, yo, I, you know, you kind of get to the point where, like, you know, because I'm a perfectionist, just. Just by that's who I am. I think God gave me that. Yeah. And He gave me that as a good thing, but also as a humbling too. Right. You know what I mean, because sometimes I want to be so good and want to do things so perfect that I just forget that failure is a part of the process of success. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A very central part. And because yes. if I don't, because I'm so used to winning. And it got to the point where, like, even like I was telling my brother, like, it got to the point where I was so used to winning, I didn't want to lose. And when I lose, I don't want to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just, like, you know what? That's stupid. I don't like it no more. Right. When I, in the inside, I know I still love that <laughs> yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't walk away from it because I failed. Right. And see, 
having that thing and just like what you did, just like, okay, I'm finna walk away no matter how hard it is, you know what I'm saying? I'm finna put myself in a mindset to grind for my vision, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? To actually start putting the pieces together, you know what I mean? To actually start putting the tools in which you have acquired and say, oh, you know, I got all these tools to build my empire house, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I got my nails, I got my hammers, now all I have to do is follow the blueprint. Right. Whether if things change, some things may fall through, I still have to build this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like something that I was like, man, dang, man. When I get to that point, can I just jump off the diving board and dive in? You know what I mean? Just like, no matter how scary it is, even if it's sharks in the water, can I still go for it just to get to that yeah. other side? You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's essential, man. You know, it's kind of like what Elisha did when he followed Elijah. He burned everything he owned yeah. killed his animals fed mm-hmm. it to the poor it was just like I'm not going back and yeah. to an extent like you have to you don't have to but that mentality needs to be there Yeah, you know there's nothing wrong with like you know having your job and doing what you do on the side and looking to make it bigger you know or if you don't even have the ambition but it's like when you do you have to jump ship at some point yeah. in time you have yeah. to find a way to do. do that you know and it's it's not just me like you know like you said i'm a father i'm a husband right. like i have people who i'm accountable to you know and like i have to like i have to do this and yeah. that's right. like my mindset now there's no going back like right. it, it's it's so easy to stay in the stability of okay well i know i'm gonna get paid on the 7th and the 22nd and i know it's gonna be the same i know what it's gonna look like yeah i know what bills i got et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. but the second you jump out there it's like man it's so it's so crazy it just it really just becomes it's not about you anymore right. it's about the vision it's about the people who are relying on you you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah most definitely man. you know that's so good. Yeah, i definitely Word. relate with you because i remember when i first like you know, quit, and it was, it was a challenge. Yeah. It was a challenge to just be consistent for myself, but then also just find, like, that consist the consistent clients. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, and I was in a good financial space, you know, where I had enough money saved up, you know, to pay for whatever I needed, because I did. I was in an apartment at the time, and, you know, I had responsibilities and stuff like that, so I didn't, like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to do this on the hope that God, you know, but I think even in those experiences and even to now, it's like it's still a lot of challenges and a lot of things that I have to continue to motivate. I have to continue to motivate myself because I could easily distract myself or I'll have too much. And I'm like, OK, let mm-hmm. me like, OK, what am I what I have to do? And then also just learning, like, um, you know, the process of like my contracts. Like yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, so <coughs> you want me to do this labor? But you don't want it now. Oh, okay, now I'm gonna do non-refundable deposits. Right. So it's like it's like, it was definitely like a, a an experience because it's like it's like from those experiences and those failures, quote unquote, I was able to learn like, okay, I'm not making that mistake again. Yep. All right, so let's go ahead and revamp this um, yep. contract. Yeah. So if you want my services, you have to put this non-refundable deposit down. Whether you choose to work with me or not, I'm still gonna get paid. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so I think even just in those moments, that was just an example. It taught me like, man, like there's a lot of things that I have to learn and I'm appreciative of those moments because if I didn't accept 
those challenges as things to grow from and learn from, I wouldn't be in the spaces that I am in today. Right. Exactly. So, and I think like that's a, that's a good point that you said. Like the challenges are are necessary, you know, for growth. And if you choose to, because I feel like at a at a point in my life, I was like, this is not for me. Film, nah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like it's just one thing after another, after another, after another, and like just to see how this show has come together is just like just the validation from God like this is this is what I have for you but you were doing it your way right. and I right. think it's just like when I submitted you know my dreams and you know goals and visions to God like he made them come to life like it was no longer me it was him yeah and I think distrusting God through that process like cause you're gonna have some down moments you know you're gonna have some times where you're just like I don't see how this is gonna come cause you have to put a lot of work in like you have yes. to work like a thousand times harder than you would for somebody else because it's already built yeah you know like all you have to do is go in clock out do what you're supposed to do and I, I mean I'm, I'm a daycare teacher like that's my daytime job like I'm, I teach at a daycare so it's like I clock in I get feed the, the kids breakfast we you you know have circle time we go outside and play they nap they eat you know so it's like a routine I know what I'm supposed to do for the time I get there to the time I leave mm-hmm. and now like that's eight hours of my nine hours really mm-hmm. <laughs> out of the day I mean like I'm I take an hour break but I'm still at somebody's job you know right and pushing forward their empire but I'm like okay I still gotta go home and do my thing because yeah, if, yeah. if if not then it's just not going to go anywhere. In the worst case scenario, you also sleep for eight hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now you only have eight hours of today to build what you got going on. Exactly. That's like, that's heavy. Yeah. You know, that takes yeah. a lot of discipline. You know, that's something I'm definitely continuing to learn is Woo! just a oh. really. I'm learning that. Mm. So Chris has a question. Who Chris? Chris Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> he said, how do you determine that something is worth sacrificing that comfort for? Ooh. I, that's it had to be crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what I'm questions. Jeez. That's a that's a good question. That is an awesome question, but unfortunately, I don't I don't Ooh. feel like that's something that somebody else can answer for you. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. you know, and I don't, and I hate giving an answer like yeah. that because that feels like it's a cop out. It is. Actually. But it is yeah. like you have to. Yeah, like that. What for you and the people who rely on you? You know, because for me, you know. And just diving into my life, my wife saw how I was coming home every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no patience. I was, I was exhausted. I was completely like mentally drained. Mm-hmm. Like I had nothing to give to my family. You know, I have a, <laughs> I have a little baby girl. She yeah. wants my attention when I get home. You know, my wife wants my attention when I get home. She wants to tell me about her day, and I'm like, I need to check out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, I'm saying. Just blank just blank out and come back right yeah. and it's like and who knows when I'm gonna finally come back right. you know what I'm saying right. you, may, you, you may not see me today exactly <laughs> right. yeah, like you'll I, see me but you won't yeah I, I may need to check out until yeah. I have to go to sleep and then I gotta wake up and go back to work tomorrow right. for the same, same thing process yeah. that happened all over yeah, yeah like you know my, Karina told me she came to me first about it was just like I want you to quit your job like we know that this is something that you wanna do we know that this was always in the plans for you to pursue this Right. You know, it was it wasn't my plan because it was uh, actually my goal to have quit my job by the end of next year. And then, yeah, yeah and then look what God did. Yeah. He, he put a fire in my wife. You know, she started looking at things. It was just like, uh, why have, wait? I can't yeah. have it down in the right. inside. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, I feel like and that's a good thing that you even had a wife that said, you know what? I see 
what's happening inside. I mean, yeah. Because even the notice, like, man, we strong, we can handle things, and we put on a strong face. Yeah, we, we try to act like we, we can handle things. We try to act like we're strong, and we got everything, but we do. We feel what's falling apart in the inside of exactly. us. Exactly. We try not to let the things our family and friends see that we falling apart. You know what I mean? But it's even good a good testament to say, like, how in tune your wife is, is with you just to say, you know what, I see your pain. Right. And I can't. Being your loved one, I can't allow you to go down this road because it won't exactly. not only be good for you, it won't be good for us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like for you know for us that decision it was it was almost collective. It was yeah. just like she's like this is what I want you to do, and mm-hmm. it's like what are you thinking? And of course I had my own you know reservations because I'm like well I have to I have to work and I have to provide for my family, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And you know I don't know what the sacrifice. That you know, if Chris is talking about something in particular or or not, it may not be as big as like quitting his job, but it's like, is it like it has to be worth it to everybody yeah. involved, or it has to be something that everybody's willing to partake in? Because if right. if I didn't, if I wanted to do it, my wife was like, "You're crazy." Yeah, I I probably couldn't just go ahead and quit my job. Right, you know, yeah. like I there would have to be a middle ground. There would have to be a conversation to figure out, okay, where can the sacrifice? Take place, right? So walking the doors after I quit, y'all, by the way, right? Um, That's another monster I have to deal with when I come home to my wife that day. (laughs) Yeah, right. So it's yeah, like you you, sitting out. Why? Yeah, uh, admit you. Um, I quit my job. (laughs) You know, (laughs) don't do that. I can guarantee that won't go well. It will not go well. Well, here's my thoughts. Uh, I don't know exactly what that comfort is. I don't know if it's a job or. A particular like mindset that you you know grown up in or adapted to or you know because I just thinking about I'm thinking about the video that I shared in the conversate group about um what's your name talking about Vi- Viola Vi- yeah and, yeah and, and yes, just list yeah. like hearing about how she grew up dumpster you know dive. just dumpster diving uh-huh. had to wrap a towel around her neck to keep the rats from like you chewing know on chewing her on her head. and. You know, taking care of her, you know, siblings. and There's a lot of stuff, you know, like, and everybody has, you know, their own story and, and how they, you know, got to where the places mm-hmm. that they got in. But, you know, with, with that, I just feel like sometimes we can become a product of our environment if we're not careful, you yeah, know, like, because, you know, you can look around you like, well, you know, I think about just the people. Well, I'll just talk about, like, my grandma in particular. Like, she's very content, and rightfully so, where she lives. But, like, I just knew that that was the life for me. You know, because I was raised by my grandmas, you know, my my grandma and my great-grandmother and my mom. You know, so, like, you know, her mom, you know, has moved out. She's in North Carolina doing her thing and stuff like that. But I just knew for me as a child, I just knew that this place was not for me. I didn't know what yeah. it was, but I just know that I, I wasn't going to be there for the rest of my life. And I think making that decision early on was like, okay, I, I just know that I'm going to be somewhere. I didn't know if it was going to be Atlanta, but I just know it was going to be somewhere. And I think that that comfort could have been becoming complacent where I was and being okay with working at a grocery store because that's basically all I had down there. Right. God keep me out. And, and so <laughs> I 
think in determining like what that something is is worth sacrificing for is like what you have a passion for and and you are going to fight hard through the challenges and the risk and the failures and the successes to get to that place yeah. like because it's a fight you know like yeah. this started this vision that I had started in 2010, this eight years later is manifesting. This eight years of being, like, going through a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff as a teenager, going through um, just mental stuff, you know, finding God in college, you know, him changing my life completely, you know, becoming the woman that I am now, you know, and, and it's like, looking back, it's like, man, I've really been through a lot of stuff, and I feel like at, at any moment that I just gave up on that dream, I would not yeah. be in the positions that I am in today. And I think that's the, I think that's the motivation for me is just like, I think about what if I would have, if I would have accepted my environment and I would have become a product of that, who would I be today? Mm. And wow. then also, who would I continue to be because of that? Because I feel like I, I learned a lot of perseverance, you know, through the challenges that I went through. I've learned a lot of honesty and openness and vulnerability because it helps me to grow. Because I'm only hurting myself if I'm not being vulnerable. Right. So it's like, I can tell you anything, and you can give me anything, but if I'm not being honest at the core, then how am I being helped? How am I really growing? You know, and being challenged in the areas that I need to be challenged to actually fulfill the desire, the the the, the will of God for my life. So I, I think it's just like it's it's definitely like you know as you said in the beginning, like it it depends on the person. What is that comfort? You have to first of all identify what that comfort is, right? And then then you have to really assess is it worth is it worth sacrificing for, and are you really ready to go on the journey of what it takes to actually obtaining it? Yes, mm -hmm. and also like. Just some real quick that you said. You mentioned um, product of circumstances. That's so real. But there's also another side to it where circumstances become decisions. Mm -hmm. You know, and now you what you are and where you are is a product of your decisions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I get it. You're in a tight spot, or you know, just speaking theoretically, you know, and you have to do certain things. But then at some point in time. You have to make a choice mm -hmm. to cut back on one thing yeah. right. so you can put forth to another. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's not, you know, buying one thing this week with the money that you're allotted and you're like, OK, this is what my budget says. And I have X amount of money. It's fun money. You know, you take an L right. this time and you put it to the side because you're saving up to put it towards something else. You know, and that's just like a small thing. It could mm -hmm. it, it may not just be money. It could be time. You yeah. know, it could be your energy, like building certain relationships. It could be applied in so many areas. So you have to also just be ready to make that decision yeah. and not allow yourself to be held back in this place that you claim that you can't get out of. Right. Just because at one point in time you had to make a tough decision yeah and it, even like to just kind of like <clears throat> round out what the question that chris asked you know what i mean like i i had i got to watch this happen before mm. you know like even like my brother my brother i'm sharing your life <laughs> um he was working a job that he wasn't happy with my brother always knew where he wanted to be he knew in his heart of hearts he wanted to be a truck driver he wanted to own his own truck. He wanted to own his own business. He was working a job. It was eating him alive inside. And he came to me and said, bro, I think I'm about going, I'm going to go get my own truck. I'm going to just quit. I'm going to start my business. And I'm going to go for it. Mm -hmm. I did not even tell him no. I said, yeah, go for it. 
anything you need, go for it. You know what I mean? Because this is something that you've been talking about. Right. It needs to happen. Now. Yeah. Right. Because if you to the point where you are fed up with your current situation mm-hmm. and you see an opening, I don't care if it's small, huge, whatever, take it. You know what I mean? Because God will work it out in the end. Mm-hmm. And just like to see like, because even like, even on one brother, he will, he make time for his wife and kids, all that stuff like that. Um, because it's not work for him, even though he may have to just get four hours of sleep and hop right back to it. Right. He don't mind because mm-hmm. it's something that he loves doing and he don't mind. He like the fact that he able to just, okay, I can just get off my job and go spend time with my kids, make the recitals, all that <laughs> stuff like that, pick my kids up on the weekend, all kinds of stuff like that. And then I can go back and do my work. Yeah. Um, but it's something he loves so it don't bother him. It ain't yeah. like, oh man, I'm losing sleep going to this dead end job that I don't won't have nothing to do with. He going back to something that got his name on it so he take pride mm-hmm. in it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it don't bother him losing sleep, you know what I'm saying? Losing hours of sleep just to make time for him. He don't even complain about it. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, this is what I got to do. All right. Um, I'm going to go run his last load and I need to get back by three to go spend time with my daughter, my son, or whatever. Got to go pick him up, all that stuff like that. Because when you have things that you love to do, yeah. ain't hard. It, it comes easier to fit things in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you don't. It don't seem like a tour because for for one thing, you are the control. Yeah, you are the master of the situation, so you can move the things that you need to be moved when they need to be moved to mm-hmm. accommodate the things that you have going on. In your exactly. Life. So you know, what I mean, I feel like when we reach the point that like, okay, I need to move forward. To be in control of this part of my destiny, you know what I'm saying, and not saying I'm totally in control, but we do rely, you know, what I'm saying on wisdom from our wise counsel and God, you know yeah. what I mean. So you know, but to when God gives you something that He wants you to pursue, you pursue it. Yes. You know what I mean? Even though you may be afraid, you we may be like Gideon. Mm-hmm. Like yo, why me? Go get somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean, I ain't brave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But if it, if it's you, He chose to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to do it. Yeah. Because I guarantee he'll circle you around to it whether you 95 or uh, 35. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll circle you back around to it. So you might want to go ahead and hop to it while you can enjoy it instead of you being old and decrepit and can't really do nothing about it. You got two more years to live and you're going to be in the dirt in a few minutes. It's really <laughs> hard. It's really hard to live a life fulfilled when you're not doing what God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. You know, wow, when you operating outside of what God told yes. you to do, your life gonna suck. I just I almost guarantee that you can fake your happiness because even like I, I had got to the point where I, I, I could say, ah, oh, man, I don't, I can just do this for the rest of my life, mm. but can I, right? You know what I mean, but I was like, can I do this for the rest of my life? <clears throat> Can I not do the things I set up for? Yeah. Can I not pursue my social media or my media empire? Can I not pursue my businesses? Can I not do all those things and say, at the end of the day, when I lay my head on my pillow, I look up at my children, my wife, my loved ones as I take my last breath. I know I'm dying before you, Siobhan, so, you know, it's cool. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm going to be 89. Okay. Approximately. Okay. Okay, guys. That is his preference. Okay. If you die at 
me that. It's a prophecy of preference. I don't yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> just high five. Me. I'm not. I'm, not I'm gonna be because I'm gonna have my hand like this. <laughs> I want people to walk past and high five. I'm I will high five you. I will the be there funeral. to do that. I'll see you in you heaven. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if you don't, I'm like, Melly, you don't go when you high five me. <laughs> <laughs> We will slap you dead. <laughs> Anyways, I want to add something. Okay. Uh, I mean, Steve hasn't had to talk. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, just, I know. He yeah. Like, he I tried. Away. I tried to move the camera as much Killing as I could. Killing that boy. Yeah. Um, so just uh, to speak to all of this, because, you know, my dad is a pure entrepreneur, pretty much. Awesome. Um, he's had his own plumbing business since 1980. Uh, wow. So... Because he just, he went to school for city planning, but when he graduated in 76, it just wasn't a big thing. You know, it wasn't, there just wasn't enough work where he was at. So he tried to try his hand in accounting. And he was just so fed. My my dad just isn't wired to be in corporate America anyway. Some people aren't. So after a few months, he just walked away. He just walked off. My parents have a tendency to do that. You know, <laughs> you know, they both walked off jobs when it just doesn't. You know what I mean? They're both entrepreneurial that way. So, uh, so they go to lunch, so they go to lunch and don't it, come back. And yeah, I'm right. Mo- yes. <laughs> yeah, the guy this halftime get dressed, get out. You know what I mean? So, so wife and say meet me at the car. So this is game going on here, right? You see the crowd and everything. So, so, um, so yeah, so he just tried his, he was always good with his hands, so he started as a handyman business, and then, uh, he figured out that he could make a, get a lot more jobs specializing in plumbing. Wow. So, he applied for his license when you could get your master's straight. You could go straight to your master's, you know, you didn't have to do journeyman and then master. He could be a master if you studied hard enough and passed all the tests. Mm-hmm. Boom. So hey, that was your daddy did. Yes. Like exactly. So he studied, you know, he got what he needed to like do it for people, but then, you know, he wanted to be the master, so he, his first attempt at the master, he didn't pass, but then he passed the second time. You know, my his uncle then lent him the money for the test, and you know he passed. You know, mm-hmm. and he's had his own business ever since, uh, ever since the '80s. So from that's awesome. So my whole childhood, I saw my dad be able to uh, fix his schedule for vacations. He just worked some jobs. And then we go on vacation, wow. and my mom either stays home with us. You know, I didn't go to daycare growing up. You know what I mean? And two years, and that was it. One for like a month. And then when she needed to, she went out and and got a job. But that was like very rare. It was like two or three years out of like my whole time going to school. Wow. You know what I mean? You know, so. I always saw the work that he had to put in, and I lived in fear of it. I was like, I'm going to get me my 401k. I'm going to get me my, my real job or whatever. So I pursued that for most of my adult life. Yeah. That's real. You know what I mean? But getting that itch. Yeah, I'm getting, I, I, I get that itch just this, with this venture, um, with a lot of other stuff that I do, too, you know, with, like, graphics and stuff uh-huh. like that. Amazing graphics. You know. Really? <laughs> Jeez. Really? Oh, my God. Why did and I know about this? The cartoon? That was him. That was you? Yeah, yes. I drew it. Yeah, I drew Most it. of all our art 
It's him. No, a hundred percent. It's him. Like, and I remember you mentioned it to me that you, you know, you ha- were talented with the pencil, but like, yeah, that was him. I never realized that that was your stuff. Yeah. I drew that on this tablet. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, on the yeah. tablet. Yeah, yeah. he has yeah. special paper. That, I mean, yeah. I, it's great. I mean, I got the little tablet thing, but nah. Nah, yeah. that's that's dope. He got skill, man. Yes, like, yes, no. Nah. So he got the perfect voice of voice over. Yeah, you know yeah. I want to produce pursue he that too. Three, he yeah. got All right. he got three things that can make money for him. Right. Don't narrate yeah. people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty pretty the pretty next Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> The pay, the improv penguin. Um, <laughs> like, no, no. But, but um, so now it's like it's more of an itch. Like you see, you know, being able to do this podcast, being able to do those graphics for the church and for the podcast as well, it just proves yourself more and more. Like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. But what mm-hmm. would it take? I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm making this money right now. I'm making more money than I ever made in my life. Which is, it's not a, a ton, but it's more than I've made. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? But at the same time, you get this itch like, I really could do this and have this open, you know, these sources of income, you know, really yeah. pursue it. And you still yeah. have a 401k? Yeah. And you still can do it. Yes, you I can mean, make one for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Practically. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. If you do like, it for all you. That stuff, yeah, you do it for you. Because believe it or not, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like. If we pursue our passions strong enough and do our due diligence in doing it, because it's like sometimes I even do it to myself. Like I say, ah, I just do it for fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though I know deep down in the inside I love what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm just doing fun. It's my fail safe to say, hey, if I fail, I didn't put too much into it. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So. <clears throat> Cause it do break your heart. Yeah, it your heart and yeah. and it fall apart. And you yeah. Know, oh oh yeah. I just put so many hours mm-hmm. and they just broke. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't even know what to do. I hate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but that's what I'm saying. That's like a fail safe for us as humans. It's just like even I was talking to Ricardo Dunmoo. He was like, "Yo, don't you think that's a crush for you?" I was like, "You know what? You might be right. You might be right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like because that's the thing. Like." I have to believe and achieve because it's like I was like man it's honestly just like Tupac said you know what I'm saying you come 18 you're ready for life to fight and to take over the world by the time you turn 35 you be like man I don't got beat up so much I don't want to do that in my mm-hmm. life right, right, you know what I'm saying I just want to work and go home I'm tired of fighting you know what yeah. I mean I just want to hop in the box with the rest of you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now I don't hard start. Place to be. Exactly. Yeah. And now I don't start standing outside the box. Like I don't think I want to go into that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that box is stupid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, Seriously though. And, and one more thing, I just want to you know say this to everybody doing their thing. Um, we always say to ourselves like you know we do a thing, but. Man, doesn't don't other people do this? Don't other people make movies? Don't other people take pictures? Don't yeah. other people make people laugh and you know start a media companies and yeah. do yeah. logistics? Don't other people do graphics? But those tools are out there, but nobody does it the way you do it uh, or you do it. That's what I'm about to say. I do it. Everybody, yeah. you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, one of my homegirls put up a picture of a bread out saying the same thing like people talk about you. Doing it, you just doing something somebody else doing. She took a picture of the bread out. You know how many different kinds of bread it is, but they all said all so 
all one kind of white white yeah. bread, all one kind of wheat bread, and different people sell different kinds of wheat bread. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They doing the same thing everybody else doing. Yeah. But nobody does it like they do it. You know. No what one so does it like you. Can you sell. You can sell yourself even yeah. if somebody's standing right beside you. Because guess what? I can put on a better show than you. you know exactly. What I'm I can sell myself better than you. I am convinced I am better than you. And here, here's something that just being realistic, you know. Sometimes I think, and I've done this to myself, you almost put yourself in this idea that, like, only certain people can get certain work. Yeah. You know, and right. just like you said, everybody has their own thing. Like, yeah. I was thinking about it. I feel like the second I got a camera, it felt like everybody I knew suddenly had a camera. It's like, you're right. a photographer, too. Yeah, you're you a photographer, photographer too. Yeah. I've known you forever. I never, never seen you do. With a when did you do this? Exactly. <laughs> it was like you went to buy a camera, and they were like, "Me too." Exactly. exactly. Oh, let me pull it out now. And now it's like I start feeling crazy because I'm like, "Dang!" Like I'm really just getting started trying to figure out yeah. my life in this in this world of photography, and everybody else has got something going on. Something that I realized shortly after it: not everybody's doing is really willing to go for it. Yeah. A lot of these people who do play with it. It's a play thing. Yeah. The people, whether it's photography, acting, whether it's graphics and art, yeah. or you know, just talking, making people laugh, dropping gems for people, yeah. you yeah. know, it yeah. it could be anything. Yeah. Like a lot of people do it just has a thing to do. They talk about, oh yeah, yeah, it's something that I like to do, but then they don't actually do it. It's right. kind of like the concept of where um, uh, Will Smith he he always drops little gems on his Instagram and. He says he runs into people who are fans, and they all say like, "Yeah, I want to be an actor." Yeah. Da, da, da. And he's like, Ooh, "Only ninety nine percent of the people are not gonna do the work needed." It's still the same thing. Yeah, anybody can go. I notice everybody with a with any kind of camera now. Yeah, but I'm like, majority of people are not actually gonna put in any real work right. to do what I'm trying to do. So exactly. it's something that right. it's like motivation for me. I'm like, yo, there's a, there's enough work to go around. There is. Like, yeah, there's yeah. this Absolutely one guy is. who's so getting all this work. Yeah. Exactly. One guy can get a handful of work, but that doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't have something going on on the same days. Yeah, I can exactly. get work too. Yeah. You know, I just, at the same time, I have to do my part. I have to fight for it. Mm-hmm. I can't be mad when I'm like sending my portfolio out to people and I'm not getting hired and my portfolio look like trash. Whose right. fault is that? That's yeah, my exactly. fault. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, it's like, you know, you like, I always say, and some like, all my old heads say, like, you gotta stay ready for you don't have to get ready. Easy. That is good. That's, That's so right. real. The person that always has the problem, like, oh, snap, I got to put something together. Right. You ain't been thinking about what you've been having to do. You don't take this seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because if you're a true artist and a true photographer, you always got a portfolio around. Right. Yeah. Ready to show some of your best work because... Your best work should already be put together. It shouldn't be just something you just would have snapped out that day. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, capture, do, build yourself. Have yourself ready for when people say, hey, let me see some of your work. Mm-hmm. Or let me, you know, hear some of your best podcasts. Or let me see, you know, how far you going with your, your media company. All that yeah. stuff like that. So really. How do you come in with your, your film angles? How do you, have you ex- Perfected, you know what I'm saying? The art of catcher, capturing life, which is thin. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, what if you constantly building on those things, you see how little people try to put into what they say they want to do. Mm-hmm. Seriously. You know what I mean? Like, you be like, oh, 
That's just something you just like say you do. You like the way it sounds. That's mm-hmm. what that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of times that's what it is. Exactly. Because even just like some, like the pictures I watch and seen on your Instagram and stuff like that, they are very good. And I'm yes. like, dang, this dude just scratching the surface. Like when he really know how to do the things oh, he's doing. When, when this work oh, actually paid off, he gonna have stuff that people gonna have in museums. And say, hey man, this picture is so God beautiful. Willing. I just... I had to blow it up and put it in the. In the um, I had to buy it. I had to put it in the right. mech. Sorry, you know guys. Saying. I bought this picture for a million dollars and hung it up in the mech gallery. You know, it was beautiful. Yeah. It made me cry. <laughs> yeah, like something you said, and I'll just say this a saying that I've held on to for probably close to a decade, and it's kind of like spin off of that success is when preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. If you are not doing your part to be ready, it's just it's not going to happen because it's going to do just like that. Oh, you ain't ready. Yeah, because what's going to happen <laughs> right. is eventually. You are going to run into that person who could have given you a shot. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to feel like an idiot because you will be fumbling. You know, in my case, it would be like, oh, I've got pictures or I've got like a reel that I've got to put together in like two hours to send to this, to to Mm. send these people. Mm. And like tape. A real, let alone edit it and put it together to send right. somebody. Yeah, like, right. are you kidding me? This was rushed. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. But if if I find two now and I do what I have to do now, which is that's more so what I'm trying to do. Like I'm, I'm right now. I'm looking for models. Like yeah. I'm trying to get people so I can get some legitimate shots and really build my portfolio. Right. Mm-hmm. Like up until this point, I just I've been learning. Right. Now it's like okay, now we're gonna switch, flip the switch. I've mm-hmm. done gigs. I've done jobs. Yeah. And like I've done work. But now, but that was never for me. That was for other people. Right. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for me to do and start building on mine. So it's like, right. okay, I need to get this down. Yeah. So when that person comes to me, yeah. Oh, I got what you need. Yeah. That's you know, you, you don't, you have to look no further. Exactly. Like, right, right. Yeah. Because, it, you know, it's like, that's like something we always talk about, you know, being able to, <clears throat> like, one reason I want to build the, the media collective that I want to build is just to be able to say, hey, I know somebody that can do this. Let me give you that contact info. Boom. You know what I mean? Because I feel like all the people I, we've been running across in interviews lately, mm-hmm. they all have a, a, a skill set. Yep. And it's in entertainment or just life. You know what I mean? And I pray that they get to the point where I can just co- connect and plug people. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to be need to. the yeah. plug. Seriously. People, you know what I mean? Because, like... Just like I tell people all the time, I, I, I'm very good at, you know, like, delegating and saying, okay, this is what, that's what you need. I know a person for that. You know yeah. what I mean? And I want that to be this. You know what I'm saying? I want that agent. to be, you know what I'm saying? I just want to be able to, you know, help people be the best they can be, man. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see my friends not succeeding because I don't do my part to promote them. I don't do yeah. my part to push them. See, what you need to do is go ahead and recreate a dungeon fam. Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, you know, you, well, I know you know you from the South. Yeah. Like, you know, a group of people who all have the same goal, whether it's, you know, something in a different lane or not, like, yeah. you have to legitimately support each other. Like, that's a big aspect of, like, what I've been recently learning um, like the Instagram algorithm mm-hmm. like how a lot of people start beating it is by getting into like it's uh, they're not really called support groups but I just can't remember the technical term but it's pretty much it's like a group of people they post at the same time and then they all like and comment on each other's stuff 
because your first hour, which many a handful of people already know, your first hour of activity when you post on Instagram, that determines whether or not it's going to be seen again. Yep. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not hot in that first hour, I'm sorry, bro, you just not hot. Like right. and so what these companies and and people do. They watch each other's back. When you post, we know when we're, we're all going to post at 536 or whatever the case may be. I post and I go to each and every one of your profiles and we comment a, a certain kind of comment. Not not that two word comment. It's got to be like X amount of words or more. So it looks like people are really like engaged. engaged. Yeah. Then yeah. it pops up. Exactly. And then it gets to more yeah, people. And now all of a sudden you're getting on on that that top nine feed in explore or when you click on a hashtag your top nine that's how you get that exposure but you have to have people actually interacting so it's like you got to get get a group get a group of people like you know people start organizing something like that yeah so you guys know you know and everybody knows like you know depending on the time frame you put it on there will depend on how many hits you'll get you know you're supposed you know you can use up to 30 hashtags right use them all you know so it's like it's like you gotta use all these tools because mm-hmm. one of them's not gonna work. You can hit thirty hashtags all you want, but if you're the only one out there, hashtag it don't mean that. Like you're only gonna get but so far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I just started a brand new Instagram and like I've made okay progress mm-hmm. for me being by myself. Right. Yeah. But if I can start linking with other people and we start building something special yeah. all of a sudden you can see these numbers start to slowly build up mm-hmm. and next thing you know Attraction. yeah because and once you break like five thousand followers oh it's a wrap mm-hmm. after that you do the same thing and it just comes that much it's easier, easier. Yeah. but you it's like you have to be a part of these groups so mm-hmm. it's like just something of what you're saying like connecting people it's so real yeah because even like on one of my like instagrams where um where I was, I was just like, but you know, I make posts about you slam bot, you slam the Dang, hey, he just sure gonna ease out there like that. Yeah, uh, sleep. Sleep. yeah. he didn't sleep. come back. <laughs> he didn't come back. <laughs> so, but like it's it. just like one of the videos that I posted on there. Just like one of like the gym that I'm a part of. Like they posted that joint and it went everywhere. You know what I mean? Because she was just like, yeah, you see this smile. This is the person in this group right here. It's one of our um, lifetime gyms in Woodstock, Georgia. I'm talking about people from everywhere were coming on the thing. I was like, who are these people? I don't know what they do. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, it went, you know, viral. And I was just like, oh, snap, I went viral. Because hey. mm-hmm. <laughs> most time I'm just sitting in the zone and I'm just talking, I'm sweating my, you know what I mean? And I'm just talking. I'm sweating them high. <laughs> it's usually you know what happens when you're sweating. Yeah, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, just. You know, see how, because it's like even that algorithm punch through that you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. that's basically how I see them. I see them. It's just like. You're welcome, a lot of people. <laughs> who, you're yeah, welcome for the, for the algorithm. You're welcome. Like, you I hope you were listening. Our right. money just hooked y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, I mean, but this is all information that anybody can learn. Yeah, exactly. that's true. But, like we said, the tools are out there. Like the tools are out there, but out there. people will use Yeah, because yeah, even, even though I said that, Majority of y'all are not going to do that. Like, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. will not do it. But now, you know what I mean? I know I will because I'm just uh, been brainstorming everything you said. It. Like, this part of my brain has been thinking. Uh, all I say is remember me when you start putting your oh, yeah. groups together. I mean, you're going to be the first person I talk to. Appreciate you know I mean? it. Because I just, I was like, uh-huh, I understand yeah. that. I did not know that, but now I know. Yeah. I like loopholes. 
And it, and it's, it's it's so much more to it than that. You know what I mean? So it's like you gotta you gotta be engaged. Yeah, this is true. So you know, hey, man, that's good. Yeah, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Even though Miller, you know what I'm saying, just slow show up. I didn't begin with a tongue fooler. Oh. 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 Is that the game I'm you? That pistol story. No, this is what you know, me and Miller do every time we see it. You know, we battle. It's a part of me toughening her up. Okay. There's a reason hey, she sits hey, here and he's because I tell you, Miller gonna be at the upper echelon of sisters by the time brother approaches. He's gonna be worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, he's gonna appreciate my birthday. Exactly. They're gonna be royalty. Like, you know what I mean? I'm walk up to him and look him in his face like, I'm not good. Oh, really? Like, if he jump, I'm like, better leave him alone. He ain't ready. Oh, wow. 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 That's what I was waiting to hear. Whether or not he flinched. If he flinched, I'm like, he ain't no count. Leave him alone. Oh, he ain't wow. He's gonna in the world. Brothers, come cry thoughts. <laughs> so, um, I just this was refreshing. Um, love mm-hmm. to have people on here and share their various experience and and whatnot. So, um, just glad to be able to collaborate like this. Um, heart. That's just what's in my heart right now. So, oh, your heart. Thank, thank you. Mr. Hassan Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on yeah, here just to share. I know you're a good solid brother, so I, I would appreciate it. Worried about what you would bring. Yeah, I know some yeah. brothers you gotta check, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's not go there. <laughs> I'm kidding, but not kidding. I'm kidding, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, oh, yeah, final thought on another day. Um, some encouragement. Uh, you know, don't stop comparing yourselves to where everybody else is at. Mm-hmm. Focus on where you are, where God has you, if that's who you believe in. Um, but just focus on where you are because I think a lot of times when you compare yourself to others, you get ahead of yourself. And I think that's where the doubt starts to creep in. You start um, just lack of motivation. It's a lot of things that kind of spiral down from that. So, you know, like they were talking, we, you all have a unique audience because you're a unique person. Nobody else can be you. Yeah. And the, the dreams and visions that God has placed on your heart and the dreams and visions that you have are yours. It's about, you know, like having the work ethic to make those things become a reality. Um, and I think that's what people don't realize, like, you know, his Will Smith comment, you know, it's like people want to be an actor, but like 99% won't want to do the work that it requires right. for it yeah. to mm-hmm. become possible. So, you know, I just want you to encourage you that comparing yourself is only killing you. And, you know, <laughs> I wow. think that when you really focus and hone in on, like, the the dreams that you have on your heart, like, and making them become reality, like, everything else around you won't even really matter because you're catering to who you need to cater to and you're impacting who you need to impact and you're making a difference where you need to, where a difference needs to be made. Mm-hmm. Bang. Bro, try one of the clues bombs. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Final thoughts, Mr. Marie. Well, just to say again, this was great to be here. Um, 
you have to know, you know, at the end of the day, it, it boils down to you. Like, what's in your heart? You know, mm. there is, if nothing's placed on your heart, then that's fine. But that just means that you're open to what God can use you to do. But if God has placed something on your heart, you trust him with it mm. and be okay with making the sacrifice. Be okay with the journey and understand, you know, something big of what Mel was saying. Um, it reminded me of a conversation I was having with my wife uh, last night about comparison. It's like you can't compare yourself to people because you're comparing your beginning to somebody else's middle or somebody else's mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not fair. It's not. It's not. So that's good. be okay with your journey. Trust your journey. Trust that God will sustain you. You have to just simply have faith and mm-hmm. be willing to put in the work. Right. That's true. Mm. Oh, good. Mm. I got the title. Awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the title will be Your Journey is for You. Yeah. Nobody else. Hashtag. I'm talking to the man in the mirror. Oh, that's All a right. long hashtag. That is, but you know, that's real, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Final thoughts, Steven Hill. Oh, he already oh, did. I already did that. So. You did? Did yeah. you? He did. He did it first. He, from his I heart. did it first. Oh, that was come, that was his final thing. That was my yeah, first. Was his... oh, oh, you did say final thoughts to me. Yeah, and then he went into. So it's my turn. Yes, yes sir. Dang, I think I forgot what I was gonna say. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, why are you thinking of it? Nah, I... I'm good. Okay. Nah, I'm good. I was just playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This that that bait and switch that he was talking <laughs> about earlier. Um, yeah. I this whole thing, this discussion, I've been talking, I've been thinking about like that parable where it's talking about the um, the broad road and the narrow gate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and um, I kind of it kind of like just kind of put that in perspective to, to, for me right now. Like I was like, dang man, like it's. It's real easy to take that broad road. It's so much easier, it seems. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's so much better to come through taking the path less traveled. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and even when it just got to deal with the things that come up in your own life, you know what I'm saying? Like the, your own adventure with God and what entails of it, what do you have to give up? Even just like when we got baptized, we had to give up our old ways. Mm-hmm. We had to renew our minds. We had to renew our spirit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just to get to the point where, like now, we're able to use said things that we learned before we got baptized and make them applicable to the things that we're trying to pursue in our lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just knowing that, like, through, through it all in all, it's just like going through that that narrow gate mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying fitting through the eye of the needle yeah. you know what I'm saying is where God promises for your life reside you know what I mean through your career through your salvation your family your friends people you don't know that you haven't come mm-hmm. in contact with the people mm-hmm. that are going to see you know most of the time only people acknowledge your walk after the finished product they don't never mm-hmm. see your progressing progression yeah. as you're going through your growing pains, right. the hurts, the pains, the sleepless mm-hmm. nights, 
the times that you just stayed up and you in front of a screen trying to make it work mm-hmm. put things together yep. nobody gets to see that <laughs> nobody you know I mean? and, <laughs> and once they and, and once you say hey that's what it takes to get there they be like oh oh I'm not I thought oh, I thought it was easy man that broad road though oh, you know, that broad road though <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean so I have to try to fit through that I have to try to you know what I'm saying find my faith in this hardship you know what I'm saying? I have to have integrity when I can just give up and just go wild out and throw away my promises. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what most people that choose the easy way, they throw away their promises. They choose to opt out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And just hear the steps you took and have the support. And even though you know, hey, this ain't going to be easy for me, but this is what I, I honestly know that God said. I can have this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't say it was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't say, oh, I promise you all the riches of the world, but I know you will be satisfied. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know you'll be able to come home to your family with love in your heart. Yeah. You that's so real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's the thing that we have to kind of like just look forward to yeah. in the things that we pursue, our art, our artistic way, because I feel like we are a collective of artistic people. Definitely a room of artists. So even in the audience. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people off camera, y'all don't get to see her December second. Uh, uh-huh. but I I don't know when Elijah wanna come on. He may not want to come on. He's not paying attention. I know. No, no. <laughs> oh, now he's paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna hear about the I'm just teaching them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just, oh hey, yo, yeah. he's been yeah. doing that. It's coming up. I ain't get this. January nineteenth, right? Listen. Mm-hmm. Yep. To his good stuff, mm-hmm. I, I got you. But yeah, <laughs> I would love to hear that. You know, it's a room full of artists right now, y'all. Yes. Young, but they, For real. Um, so you know, I just feel like just to say as an encouragement to everybody that's listening or watching or both, um, pursuing the good things in life is hard mm-hmm. because you have to make difficult choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to give it your all because nobody else is going to give it their all for you. What's yours is yours. Pursue it. No matter how hard it is, mm-hmm. no matter how hard you have to cry, no matter how hard you have to try and fail, keep going. You will win. Mm-hmm. That's my final thought. Can, can I can I, end, can I Mel, what do you got to say? Please, please say this. <laughs> please say this. Oh, say well... This. Well, there's two things. One, I don't know why this person said that his dad's bald, but that's neither here nor there. Thanks. Thanks for your input. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think with everything, it just reminded me um, of a topic that I shared at the all night prayer, which was talking about contentment. And there was a video that I shared. It was about this little boy. He was very upset about just his appearance like he had tattered clothes you know torn shoes and he just was wishing that he was someone else because people were teasing him and stuff like that um he he ran into this guy at a park or the boy a little boy at the park and he was trying the boy was trying to be nice to him but he was like embarrassed or shameful um and so he kind of went off to himself and he was like in front of this tree and he was like i wish i was like him i wish i was like him 
you know, and then they switch bodies. So in the background, you see this boy just jumping for joy. The boy that was on the bench is now like in the background in his clothes, the guy that, the boy that, you know, wish he was him in the background, just running around the tree, excited. You can hear him yelling in the background and he's sitting on the bench. He has these new shoes, he has these new clothes, but then this woman pulls up with a wheelchair. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, taking so long. I'm, you know, I'm here now. And it kind of is a perspective shift for wow. me because it's like, you know, a lot of the times we're so focused on what everybody else is doing, but we don't even know what they're doing to get to the places that they're mm-hmm. they're at. Mm-hmm. You know, they could be lying, they can be yeah. stealing, they could be doing a lot of things. And I think, you know, it, it kind of put things in perspective because when you do start comparing yourself to other people, you start feeling shameful. You start mm-hmm. feeling, you know, doubtful. You start feeling all these different things. And then, you know, that spirals into something else and then you just give up altogether. Um, but then when you wish for those things, it's like, be careful what you wish for because you don't really know, like, oh, do you know, do you want to go exactly through what I went through? Because right. you think about Viola Davis. Do you, you want to be in a rat infested apartment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vying for your life Yeah You know It's funny in the song It sounds cool Yeah But to actually have to do it Yeah Everyone's cut out for it Yeah Yeah, I was about to say Everybody ain't meant to make it You know Mm -hmm. what I mean And that's just a simple fact That's one thing my mom taught me Just like It's few of your friends Are gonna be with you For the rest of your life Cause everybody is not going To the direction that you're trying to go True I know your dreams I know your heart I know your mind So don't expect them to fall Yeah Yeah I, I remember um, a brother told me, and this is kind of like a way to really just sum up what you were saying there, mm-hmm. Mella. It's like, don't, you can't, you can't want what somebody else has unless you want the struggle that comes with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like what that boils down to. Yeah. It, it's so real. You just don't know what people's lives are and what they go through. So. You don't know how heavy them shoes is. They look like they look like running shoes. Yeah, when you see somebody else running <laughs> yeah, in them. Yeah. But they built up the strength to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like Saiyan suit. You had to bring it back. I, <laughs> I had to bring it back. I started with Ultra Instinct and I ended up going back to DDZ. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A comment. <laughs> so, yes. Um, this has been conversated and this has been awesome you guys yeah, yeah. thanks for tuning in this is the most calm I ever been I know this was I a know, very mellow great. episode oh my gosh like, you're welcome you need to go to Dustin <laughs> we're almost putting them to sleep over here <laughs> with our mellow moves and mellow yeah, grooves <laughs> That takes Get talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of loud music in that movie. So, yeah, this yeah. is Conversate, you know what I mean? <sighs> this is a show. It you know is. Yes. We yeah, love you guys. We would like for you to like our stuff on Apple, Google Podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Rate us. Like us, subscribe to mm-hmm. our YouTube because this will be the avenue which we will be yes. going live in. We are Share building it from the ground up. Building from the ground up. We had a great following on Facebook. Facebook punched us in the mouth. Click the notification and, uh, bell. Whoa. Click the notification <laughs> bell. Like thanks, Facebook. Ring that bell. Ring that bell. And you know we're glad to have y'all, man. And I <laughs> pray that more of this will be the come. <laughs> I like the tone that we're setting now. You know, I know haters are coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of always prepare myself for the haters. and just, you know, that's how I am. I'm a warrior. 
Um, right. Okay. <laughs> All right. We ready. Man. You know what I mean? We but ready. We love you guys, man. We, we thank y'all for tuning in. We thank y'all for listening another Sunday with us. I uh, pray to y'all. Just bring some light to y'all week. Yeah. We love y'all. This is Conversate. We talked about it. We did that. We, we talk talked about, about it. Yes. Dang, Melly, you were so slow on that. I mean, I thought you was going to say your name. Well, I already said that the first time. But. Oh, and shout out to Denar J. Moore, uh, one of my close friends or whatever. Uh, he and his wife had uh, their daughter, Uh-oh. Lennox Nicole Moore, Dang, at 6.30 this morning, Small. around 6.30 congrats. this morning. So, congrats. congrats. First baby girl. That's a blessing. No, come, never mind. This is a little family show. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We stay checked. We stay checked. You did. Missed that one. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Don't say it. Okay. I feel like now he's talking. It might come out. I'm Stevie Nail. Right. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Slide two, stop. (laughs) (laughs) But But I'm going to end it the right way since Melody didn't say I didn't say my name. This is Darius J. And I'm Stevie Nail. And this your girl, Melody. With special guests, Armani Murray. And this is Conversate. Conversate. We We talked about about it. Be a crowd.